Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Virtual Talk Show produced by Married Men Don't Talk. Talk Show with the top seven book and app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can participate in one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. Now, we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. However, the topic of the evening will be dipping and dodging in and out of the Bible. It's a biblical topic, but it ain't Bible study. I just got to put that out there. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. <laughs> this virtual talk show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is submission. Hmm. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your moderator for the evening. Uh, this is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please, please feel free to do so, or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please try to hang on until the end, because you'll definitely want to hear the conclusion to this episode. All right, with all of that said, let's get started. So what exactly is this whole submission thing? I mean, define, somebody define submission in your own words. Define submission in your own words. When you give in. When you give in, okay. Anybody want to agree or disagree with that? Deferring to someone else's directions. Mm, I like that. Thank you, brother. And mm-hmm. Webster's de- definition is it means one voluntarily limits what they might do naturally in the relationship in order to benefit their partner. That's Webster's dictionary definition. But what's so scary about submission? Why is the word submit one of the most difficult, disliked, divisive words in the Bible? Why is submission such a dirty word in today's society? Because you got to do something that you're not used to doing. So do you think it's seen as a weakness? In some people's eyes, it's, it can be seen as a weakness. In the world's eyes, it's probably uh, uh, a weakness. I mean, when you first get married, uh, what do y'all, all do your uh, single friends say, man? It's, oh, you're going to change. You're not going to be able to go out, you know. Uh, and, you, you know, you try to be a tough guy and, and Say, no, that won't happen to me. And the first thing that happens is you're sitting in the house. But why is this you submit concept, it? Yeah, why has this concept of submission been so misunderstood and distorted by, you know, the world, as you say, or including including many well-meaning, sincere Christians have got it twisted? Why is the concept of submission so misunderstood today? Because a lot of people don't feel like they should have to submit after somebody who's not submissive themselves to a higher power. So if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then I don't have to submit to what you're asking me to, to submit to. That's right. Gotcha. Good words, good words. 
and there were there were actually three examples of submissive relationships uh, back in Paul's day, and those were wives submit to husbands, children to fathers, and slaves to masters. And in each example, one person has more power, and the other person has far less power. And in Paul's day, a wife had no legal rights. Her husband could do whatever he wanted in legal affairs without her consent. A wife had to get her husband's permission before she could buy or sell property or even make a will. Husbands also had virtually all the education. And finally, husbands had the support of pagan philosophy, which taught that women are damaged, inferior forms of males. So that was back in Paul's day. So... When it comes to submission, what's the person holding less power or authority most likely to do when it comes to submission? Are they going to just go along with it or, you know? Well, from that stigma from time, you know, women have always felt that way. And and, and they that's why you got a, the burning of a bra and you got uh, all these different things, these songs coming out, independent women you know, to support their independence to say that, you know, we don't we can do it without brothers but or, or or whoever. We can do it without these men because they're sorry anyway. So now when you put you when you uphold that and you say it enough, now it the word submission loses its power and and the ranking structure in the home loses its power. So, you know, we we really gotta watch out because a lot of the stuff that we're that we know what it takes for at least a marriage to work we know that it has to be a lot of submission within the marriage in order for it to work. And people trying to discount or discredit that, you know, uh, just because the time has, that was long time ago or that's old school or whatever else they might think. Good words, good words. So you're saying that they're being rebellious or they're resisting? Well, you got a lot of angry women out here that have been through a lot of stuff by some men that, that pulled them through some dirt. You know, and yeah. then they they getting back at the world by making these statements, to and, and but they putting all men in that same category, and that's not fair. Um, yeah. But what, what they're doing is tearing up a household, you know. And that goes vice versa. I mean, a lot of men have been hurt past by women, so um, they're not going to be a, uh, willing to submit easier during you know some of the things women want. Just because they were hurt in the past, also. So. so you're saying at one time or another, all of us, men and women, are wired kind of to resist submission. That is correct. Because if it happens to us once, you know, it goes back to that old saying, you know, fool me once, fool me twice, then, you know, hey, that's on me. Right. Right. You know, but you know, submission though, it, it, this is what a lot of people think, and it's and it's definitely wrong. Um, they think that they, when the Bible says submit to one another, talking about uh, it's not talking about what it's not talking about is a man submitting to a woman and a woman submitting to a man. It's not talking about it from that perspective. And when 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 women read that, they say that you're not you got to submit to me too. That's not the order. The order is man submit to God as woman submit to man, as children submit to the house of woman and man. But to submit to one another, what he was talking about is when you're in church, nobody outranks another person. Everybody got their own jobs. So everyone is important. So we submit to one another in Christ's church as brethren. 
Right. So it's no such thing as a man submitting to a woman. That's out of order. And I got I got ridiculed in the article last week because uh, I state that in the book, and they's like, no, that's that's too macho. And I'm okay. Well, that's not that's not my saying. It's what's it word? Good words, good words. So, so would you say, should a wife submit to her husband because she's inferior in an inferior role? I, I think uh, submission has to do a lot. And, uh, I mean, I guess, like, like you were saying all the time, it has a, a lot to do with trust. And that's just, no, you know, that's, that's hard for a lot of people to do is just give that, uh, um, what type of trust I'm, I'm thinking about. It's like, Unconditional trust, almost to to submit to someone, to relinquish your uh, like almost to lose yourself and have that person be in complete control, almost. You know what I mean? I, I, that's how that's how I see. It. So I think I think it's difficult for a lot of people to to let that go. Good words. So I mean, you're not saying it. Would you say it's because she's inferior in in an inferior role, or no, no? In ways, women women are inferior. Uh, in a lot of ways, they are. And and I think um, society has tried to 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 make, paint a picture that everyone is equal, but I mean it's it's not. It's, it, we, men and women are not. You know, we're not equal. Men are are we're physically superior. Yes. Um, you know, even if even if it's the strongest woman works out forever, she's not going to be as strong as the strongest man. She's going to need some type of assistance to do that, you know. Um, now, intellectually, I mean, maybe you could uh, relate to one another intellectually equally, but it's going to still be some some hormones and emotions, I'm sure, that's in there that's going to make an imbalance there, too. So, I mean, I really don't think, without assistance, you know, men and women are not equal. I don't know if say that, but it's, it's not. <laughs> Good words, man. <laughs> so, so who's more important, the husband or the wife? You, well, you're trying to start, man, by asking these questions. You're making it sound like a, a male bashing thing. In it. <laughs> no, no, you're talking about getting a little dangerous here. You're getting a little dangerous. No, you're not getting it. Because, you know, when you, when you say who's more important, you got to say who's more important in God's eyes. No, you, know? no, you don't have to say that. The question <laughs> is who's more important and the men are more important. <laughs> Thank you, Ike. Welcome. Welcome. There you Thank go. You. Thank there you. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna let him hang, or we gonna let him hang? What's the problem? We're gonna, we're gonna let him hang. We're gonna let him hang. Thank you, brother. You right on time. Now, do y'all think should a woman should a woman be submissive before marriage, or does it begin after marriage? She's submissive before marriage, which is why we marry her, and they need to be submissive after marriage. They all submissive before marriage because they want to get married. They know the only way, they, way they're going to get married is if they're submissive. They know they got to let you go out with your boys. They got to let you watch the game. They got to let you do all of that stuff if they want to get married. But then once they're married, they try to take all that away. <laughs> now, do you and think... And that's not right. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that God acknowledges submissive, submissive relationships that have not been joined in marriage? No. No, why not? I mean, until you're married, the woman's not required to do anything. Um, you know, like I said, maybe she needs to do that for her own good, but 
she's not required to do that in God's eyes before she's married. Once she's married, then, you know, then that order comes in, as the brother was speaking about earlier. Good words, good words. Do you think a woman should... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying, well, actually, she is required to to be already in a submissive state of mind because if she's not in that submissive state of mind, then a man can look at her and be like, you know, well, wait a minute, you're not doing what you're supposed to do because we're supposed to be scanning them out to see if they're a Proverbs 31 woman. And if they're not, then we, we need to press through because the Bible warns us, hey, make sure she's doing what she's supposed to do, and everything that she's supposed to be doing is a role of a submissive person uh, or, or a role of a woman that's, you know, showing um, submissive um, traits, if you will. So if she's already in that role and she's showing submissive traits, then now she's 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 almost she's qualified to, you know, somebody that you can marry. Yeah, but it don't matter how many traits she showed because they always flip after marriage. <laughs> they can show all the best traits in the world in the beginning, but I think everybody knows that's, that's just a representative. You don't get the real deal to you after you're married. Yeah, that that's that is true. But at least she got to be showing some kind of. If she out there lifting weights and pumping iron, that's a no go from the start. If you don't if you don't lift weights and pump irons and she, and she got you by a hundred pounds in muscle, that's not a. I mean, that's not a pill. No, you ain't thing. gonna marry that in the first place. Right. <laughs> right, that's number one. Right. So, but but I'm just saying, if she's out there taking care of business, she's out there keeping herself together. She's out. She know how to cook. You know, you look for all of that stuff when you when you shopping. Yeah. If she's out there. She don't. If she out there on a the stripper pole and you still want her, you know, just know you're gonna have some problems. Well, I think there's a lot of brothers that can identify with a woman that did all that before. You know, taking care of business, keeping herself up. You know, taking care of, you know, job and everything. And then when she get married, you know, she want to be on a stripper pole. Nah, that, it don't go from hot to cold like that, bro. You really? There's no one on this call that has not had a hot to cold. Nah, that, 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 woman, you, you ain't had that was working, working and, and working 12 jobs since she was nine years old. Then the moment <laughs> she get married, she want to quit working. That ain't never happened. Well, she want to quit working, but she ain't going to jump on no pole. Well, that's a hot to cold if she quit working. Let's not let's no, not create an impossible scenario. Let's create a possible one. I think there's women out there that work all their life and they can't wait to get married so they can stop working. <laughs> now I know that's out there. Yeah, yeah, that that's out there. But we talking about somebody that, who's wouldn't that be a hot to cold? Not really, because now you got if you get her pregnant and she wants you want you your kids to be raised at the house or. She don't feel like going to work because this, that, third. Then you got to just like, okay, well, we married. I want my kids. All this stuff that's going on with abusive, you know, let's all these nannies beating up the kids and abusing them. I want you to stay home with my baby. Or she can say, I well, want to stay home with my baby. Let's just let's just we speaking hypothetically. Let's just say hypothetically before you get married, you know she can't get pregnant before you meet her. You know after you meet her, and you get married and then she stop working, so ain't no kids involved. So what, what, what's the question? I'm just saying, you don't think that could happen? You wouldn't say that's a hot to cold? She can't have kids, so let's just take kids out of it. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this question. Is a, woman, if, if, is a woman really supposed to be working according to the work? Is she the, is she's a help meet or is she your equal? So if she's a help meet, then you're supposed to go get the get the money, bring right. it home. She buy the bacon and cook it. So you got to, 
you you, you got to, if, if you want to go back to perspectives, let's really see what their jobs really is. Her job is not to really have a job outside of the home. Oh, well, that's based on the word, right? Oh, yeah, that's based on the word. Now, well, let's, if, if well, let's base on the economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the word. I got what you're saying, but let's base it. I'm not trying to knock the word anything. But okay, well, let's base it off the economy. Let's just take people on this call. Myself, for, for example. Yes, uh, my wife does not work outside the home. Uh, does your wife work, period? No, she she works inside the home, and that's enough. She, I mean, every time I come so home, so she don't have a job. She her job is being the wife of the house, right? Her job is being the wife and the mother of the house. Make sure my 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 and we got three homes that we got mortgages on, and God is making sure it happened because I believe that it's because I'm doing whatever He told me that I should be doing. And he told me I should. If he says she shouldn't have to work out, and when I when I bring home the money, she supervises it. To make sure the kids have all their clothes, their shoes, and we don't go broke. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got three houses. Yes, sir. Your wife's job is to run the house, raise the kids, right? Yes, sir. So when you get your money, and I'm assuming it's a lot because you got three houses. No, it's not. That's the problem. That's the point. That's how God is. It's not okay. that I, you don't have to be it's not, a, it's not. So let's just say this. It's not a lot of money. So. Point is, so you say your wife manages that money that you bring in? My wife manages the money. She manages the the renters. Uh, she manages if they don't pay their rent, she's on them. Uh, she manages uh, getting the properties uh, filled back up or keeping you know, the, something goes down in the property. She she's on that. We have a grandson that has several pauses. She takes him to his appointments. Uh, she makes sure the the kids, you know, they got all their clothes and their shoes for school. They help with the homework. She cooks every night. That's a job, man. So the and Bible scholars, yeah, does the Bible say that the woman is supposed to, I know she's not supposed to work. I understand that. A traditional job. I got that. that what your wife is doing is working. I got that at home. Yeah. But is she supposed to manage the money? No, I, I I allow her to do that because I know it takes that for her to, to do what she has to do. Now, she got to go grocery shopping. I'm at work. Right. Hey, there you go. Do your thing. But does, I mean, not. And, if, and if I got bills, she got she she doing the bills. She's making sure that hey, you know, the light bill came in. We're gonna pay but, that. But does the Bible Does the Bible say that the woman is supposed to oversee the money coming into the house? No. Well, it, it, if it does, it doesn't say that it works in our home. But you got to find out what works in your home. That's not mandatory, but it is saying that hey, she don't have to work outside the home. It's mandatory. She don't. Well, not mandatory, but it does say she's not supposed to work outside the home. But it does. You know, she it whatever works in the house, whether it's you or her managing the money, whatever works works, right? Right. Whatever works in that case is too touch and agree. Then that's that's what it is. Well, maybe I need hey, that wife run money. <laughs> maybe I can buy three houses. Maybe. And I maybe, mean, you maybe know I'm holding me back. Hey, we can sit down and talk about it. I'm telling you, no millionaire yet. You know what I mean? I claim it, but I oh, no. My wife, she be trying to cut what I got already. <laughs> well, that's that's a nice uh, segue um, because I've got a true and false for y'all, and this might be a little dangerous. Well, I'll answer. Yeah, um, true or false, fellas? A woman should be submissive to her husband. Only if he's being a true head of household. False. True. 
Uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody said false. Somebody said woke me up. Go ahead, Mr. T-Hawk. T-Hawk said true, that a woman should be submissive to her husband only if he's being a true head of household. Go ahead, T-Hawk. Explain. True, 100,000%. You got to earn the title. If you crazy, she ain't got no right to be a man. I don't understand that. You got to earn the title. I thought you earned it by being a man. Well, okay, well, being a man is, is what? Well, what the Bible say? Uh, what the Bible? Say? Hey, hey, I'm not gonna quote the scripture on you. I'm no, I, I know I'm you're not, not but I'm, I'm sure the Bible scholars got something to say. I mean, don't if you a man, ain't you? Ain't some things expected of you? Ain't you supposed no, to be the head of your no, house? No, there are a lot of men running around there with kids in different states. I ain't so, talking about what's actually happened. I'm talking about your birth given right, predestined. No, no, Just I, whether or not you are going in that path or not. No, not at all. So you said you said we have to earn submission. Yes. yes. No, I disagree. Yeah, yes. I mean, does, does Paul write? I disagree. Does Paul write wives, you know, tell your husband to step up and be the head of household? Is that written? I'm not judged. Uh, I'm no. just telling you, I, again, you know, you guys can can quote what Paul says, Peter, John, whoever you want to say, Matthew. Y'all can do that all night if you want. Um, um, you got to earn it. And I'm bringing it back to 2013, present time. If you are, if you are Ike Jr., not Ike on the call, but Ike and Tina, without the violence, and you are that do as I say kind of person, no, you shouldn't be somebody that's be submitted to because you're crazy. I think sometimes you have got to run your house and lead by example. If you can't do that, no, you should not be submitted to. But what if the standard, see, and this is why I say false, because uh, uh, if a warped standard of a man in a woman's mind is is so, then, and that man can, let's say if a woman say, okay, to be a man, for me to submit to you, you got to earn a million dollars a year. Well, you know, and I'm not going to submit to you unless you have that, even though you're my husband. So don't expect any kind of submission until you do what I think a man really is, because this is what I saw my father give my mother. If you can't provide what my father provided for my mother, because that's the only understanding that I got of a real man, then you're not a real man, and I'm not going to submit to you until you can provide that. Okay. That's not right. And the reason why I disagree with you, Tony, is because of my ex-wife. My ex-wife, in her mind, I wasn't fit to be <laughs> the household. In her mind. Period. But, but did she have reason... Her own reasoning to say that. Yeah. Okay. Because I wouldn't stay in church 20 hours <laughs> on Sunday. Okay. Well, and I wouldn't let people from the church come in and clean up my house. I had a problem with that. I had a problem with the church coming in and managing our books. Okay. Now, taking now, our finances and cleaning out our savings. Now, again, so, I I agree with what you're saying. But let's just flip the question back. Um, now, I'm going to flip it back to y'all. Okay. Should every man in their household be submitted to? And there's some guys that you know that are married that you know. And we talk about these people that you know. Should all these guys that you know that are married be submitted to by their wives? But I don't think that was right. This question, I say no. You know I'm going to say no. Let me, let me, let me help you all. Let me help you all. The question was a trick. Yeah, let me, let me, let me help you all. Let me help, let me help you, T-Hulk. Let me help you, Ike. And I want to bring what both of you are saying together. Um, I want to play a clip, and it's only three seconds. 
but I want to bring what both of you are saying uh, together, and we'll meet in the middle. Three seconds. Do we want our wives to respect the position or respect us? What's the answer? Should a woman submit to her husband or simply the position he holds? The position. The position. 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 My current wife respects the position. By me taking the position, she had a core set of duties that I was supposed to do. Gotcha. Everybody position. No. position. No, no, I ain't agreement. <laughs> and that goes back to your question. You you said, you know, is every husband out here who mm-hmm. has the title, who has the position, should they be submitted to? That was your question, right? Mm-hmm. And you said no. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else agree or disagree with that? I said no. Yeah, well, I thought it was a true or false question. I thought it was it was true or false something. It was true. It's right there. I don't know what he'd be talking about sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to say false then. I'm 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 agree. I'm going to say I think false is I want the my wife to respect me, not the position not necessarily. Me. At right. the same time, in respecting me, she's going to respect the position. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you got to respect both? Person well, behind position? Not in riding this world. <laughs> I think it's a gray area now that we're bringing it up. I don't think it's just cut and dry. Because Ike did have a perfectly good example. Exactly, because um, the person that's judging you got yeah, a flaw may be crazy. in reality, and you'll never be man of the house. She right. may be crazy. And and again, you know, even though you're head of household and you're, you are trying your best to get her to understand what it is, you know what I'm saying, and, and certain people will, will, will argue the fact that you have to get people in front of her to make her understand what a true head of household is, yada, 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 what the position right. means. You know what I mean? But still, at the end of the day, she still has to make the transition to say, okay, well, yeah, I get it now. If she don't get it, then you're just spinning your wheels. Right, because my wife now, she looks at me, she's like, you're the husband, what should we do? Mm-hmm. She'll drop that line in a minute. You're the husband, what should we do? Yeah. So would you all yeah. say that the husband is the president and the wife is the vice president? Yeah, you say that. can't be two presidents in the house. You know. It can't be, you know, you don't have two presidents running the country. You don't have, even with God and Jesus, you have Jesus sitting on the right hand of God. There's only one. There's one. That's it. Right now, I disagree with that, President. (laughs) Okay. Should it be? what, what, What do you say, Ike? I say at the end of the day somebody gotta make an executive decision. I say I say the wife is the troops and the kid the wife and the kids are the troops and the husband is the general. Uh, no, you can't you can't but now you're putting your wife on the same level as the kids. You can't oh, do that can't Well do that. she got more experience, but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with that one, brother. Yeah, I know you disagree with that. I know all y'all disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, we got to. Yeah, I know y'all do. The wife shouldn't be placed in the same position as the kids? No, I did not say that. Okay. Okay. I said troops. Now, troops come in different grades. You know, my wife is more of a senior mass sergeant, you know, E9. The kids like E1. Well, you know, you got to identify her ranking. You know, I mean, all of them. If if, if that's the case, you're a troop, too, if you're a general, you know, because he's following somebody else. But right. if you want to, if you if you're ranking someone, you know, um, and I and I tell my wife all the time, you know, uh, you you if I'm not here, 
you know, you got a CO and an XO, a commanding officer and an executive officer. And if the CO is not there, the executive officer becomes the CO. Right. And, and her position is very, very important because if I'm not there, then she has to make some executive decisions. And then when I get home or whatever, she has to let me know about it. And then we can, you know, go ahead and talk about how and, we can move forward from that. Decision. And I'm glad you said the COXO because the reason why I said the E9 and the E1 is because the E9's role, in my mind, is constant, whether I'm here or not. It's constant. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what it is. Y'all talking in the – y'all been in the military before? Yeah, it's easy to explain in military terms. And those of you that's not in the military, you're just going to miss out because we're not doing the car analogy. I'll break it down for them. I'll break it down But, I mean, is – is the submission of a wife to a husband the same or different than the military complex context? It's but, the same. But it's the same, but with the with the XO and CO, when the CO is out, the XO takes over. Right. Uh-huh. In the E9 and the general, the E9's role is clearly defined and it's constant, whether the general is there or not. Uh-huh. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. My wife's role, she got it whether I'm in the house or not. Yeah, but that's a that's a long way down a totem pole from a general to an E nine. Well, you know, I you know, I'm gonna embellish myself a little bit. I'll be a captain, you know. You know, I'm gonna name myself a general. <laughs> so, would you say that the husband should make all the important financial and other decisions? I, I believe that the team should march toward the common objective. Okay. To work together on the important decisions. Just right. like. E nine and the general. If the general ain't there to make the decision, gotcha. E nine makes the decision, but then back briefs the general. Right. Got okay. It. Understand. But if the E nine got to make the decision and the general is still there, then the then the E nine those those of us in the military will brief the general, and the general will listen if he's smart to his E nine. So so um, before all of this ranking. All this ranking came into place. Which makes sense if he was in the military. Yes, all this ranking pre-military uh, uh, scenario for your marriage. Yeah. What was the wife's rank when you were courting her, when she wasn't your wife, when she was just another girl that you're trying to marry? What was her ranking then? This is the worst question in the world, Tony. Uh-oh. And I don't have the balls to answer that question. Let him hang. Let him hang now. Hold on. <laughs> I thought they was hanging. Pull them to the side. <laughs> get some air. Let get some I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna answer that one. I, I Anybody my wife can. Ain't here. Anybody can. Yeah, my, my wife ain't here at the moment, so I, I'm glad to answer this. And she can make sure I can ask for forgiveness later. But uh, well, uh, I ranked them by a what? What are you doing sexually for me? You know, if you can, if you can, wow. if you can hang in there as long as I can hang in there. If you can do some freaky stuff like I can do some freaky stuff, then, you know, I'm going to rank you. You ain't even got to talk. We're going to rank it from there. That's when I was in the world. But we can, we're going to rank it from how good sexually you are. And if you can keep up with me, you know, because uh, I work out, and I hope you work out because I got to work out for you. You know, but that's what we think in, 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 in the terms of, uh, uh, of the natural sense. Now, and it started out like that, but then 
as as okay, now we know you got that covered. Let's go ahead and try your your intellect. <laughs> intellect is second. You know, uh, sex is first. Wow. You know, you, I'm not saying you can be dumb. I mean, and, and, and I might be wrong by judging it like that. That's just what well, most men, they when we, we physically attracted to a woman when we see them. I mean, all of us Christians now, but when we got with our wife, it's something had to be attracted. I mean, she wasn't a booger wolf when we saw her, and she had plenty of duck butter when we was looking for it. You know, and if she if she got a big butt, oh, I don't even care what her face looked like. Let me let her turn around first, but I got to see that booty first. And then when she turned around, I'll check out the rest of it. And then I want to see her open her mouth and see what kind of teeth she got, see what kind of dental plan I'm going to have to have. Don't mess around. Let the face be pretty. The butt is fine. She got a nice job, and then the sex is off the chain. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Don't let that happen. I know what T Hawk is going. Go ahead. Oh, I got it. I got it. Because cause all all that that brother just described, I ain't got to marry that. I can keep that in my and you know in my Rolodex. I ain't got to marry that. You know right. what I'm saying? I can find that in any you know what I mean chick yeah, but, on the street. But that is what makes you get to get your nose wide open too. You know. Yeah, but you ain't never had your nose wide open, but you wasn't going to put a ring on it? But you just enjoyed having your nose wide open? Yeah, but that right there that I talked about is what makes you want to get to know it a little better also. Yeah, but right. okay. Yeah, you get to know it. But the, I thought to get to, to get that ring and to take her home to mama and all that other stuff, I thought she would have to have a little bit more characteristics than the big booty and to be able to sex off. Because. No, that, that's first look. I'm talking first look. We talking first look. Yeah. When you first look at when a, when a dude first look at a woman, he automatically dang. That's the first thing to come out of man's mind. Maybe a couple of other choice words, but now he wants <laughs> to go to the stick it to the next step. And after he gets to the next step, he still have a goal to get her and see how she how she is in bed. That's every that's a common goal of men. I mean, I don't care. So what when she was so, so. doing that boomerang move, when she got you. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm just going to ask another question. I'm just going to throw this out there. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. It's inevitable. If she's fine enough and all the other qualities are intact of marriage material, can you make the booty work? Can you what? I'm just saying. Can wow. you make the booty work? Can I mean, you make even if Even if she ain't the best in it. But she got all the qualities. No. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I mean, what does a true pimp do? No. No, it ain't, got nothing, it ain't got nothing to do with pimping. Listen, I'm going to just tell you right now. And I know that church scholars are going to disagree with me, but I'm just telling you. Sex has got to be good, man. It got to be. You can't get bad with bad sex. Bad sex will kill a marriage quicker than money. Yes. That right there... If the sex is terrible, so if she ain't never had sex before, you ain't marrying her. If I don't get a chance to test, dri- we going on the cars. If I don't get a chance to test drive it, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying it. So you telling me she you can have all the characteristics? But and you agree with me? Listen, listen. I'm just saying. But if she's a virgin, all bets are off. She don't get the ring. Well, no, she ain't gonna be a virgin when we get married. I I'm gonna be unbusted. That I, I got. I mean, no, Tony, T Hawk. Listen, you can't. I know you're supposed to. I know that's the right thing to do. But listen, man, ain't nothing in the world worse than being with somebody that can't learn sexually. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, now you said something. Different. 
You just said something different. Yeah, I know. Learned. So basically, if she comes to you, right? She's never had sex before, but she got all these great characteristics, right? And she's willing to submit. Uh, I'm down, bro. I'm down. That's, that's Let's just right. throw that in the mix. But she yeah, ain't she never had sex. And it's still terrible. Ain't nobody stamped it. It's still terrible. Willing, but she's willing to say, okay, now, Big Papa, you got to teach me how to do this thing correctly. And she's still terrible. I never no, no, said no, she no. was Come terrible. On, I'm just saying she ain't never had it before. I know. Okay, look, look, check this out. This, I mean, my, 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 uh, I ain't never said her name, so I can say this. My, my <laughs> first wife, she was. She was a virgin. I met her in high school. She was a virgin, and she didn't know know what she was doing, and and it was okay because now I'm teaching and all that other stuff. But down the line, let me tell you what happened. And it might not happen to all virgins or all that other stuff, but now you got this person that ain't never been with nobody but you, and now here come curiosity. You see, and 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 I hate to say this, and I wish we kind of was in the biblical days where women thought the same and men thought the same, but we're not. And what happens is when you got curiosity creeps into the mind of a woman or a man, for that fact, you now want to know. You're looking at a little porn here, and you're doing. You hear your friends talk about day sex life, and then you start to wondering. And once that happens, now you want to explore. And that's going to, that causes problems. So now I wouldn't want to marry a virgin today just because of the problems that it could possibly create. I'm not saying I want me a hoe as a wife. Can I, I give you my virgin wife. experience? <laughs> Can I give you my virgin experience? Hey, Ike, you go and I got next. You go. Look, my first, first, my first uh, wife was my first and I was her first. We both popped each other's cherry. <laughs> Virgin. She was all I knew. Well, no, I was all she knew. She wasn't all I knew at that, you know. But anyway, when we got married, I was it. And I'm going to tell you right now, the girl was a dang good student. I We did any and everything under the sun in the bedroom. The reason why we got divorced wasn't because of the sex. I taught her well. She got a Ph.D. The girl, she got a certificate. Graduation, good. <laughs> She can. Have, she ain't scared of no situation. She got it. She's been there, done it. I got. It. I understand. Problem with the girl was just crazy as hell. She just crazy as hell. So she ain't wonder about no other sexual experience. She ain't wonder. You know, she ain't want to wonder. She was just crazy. She was on some on another planet. She wasn't. All right, even, let, me, all right, let me ask you a question. I, yes, I, I got to ask you this, bro. Ask me. Can't nobody go crazy that long without somebody noticing it early on. Now, not unless she was you, 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 you was just so zoned in. I was. Booty. I was uh, zoned in on the booty, and I noticed. But I the first piece, you know, his nose is wide. I okay. I ignored it, and I and I drove past it at a hundred miles an hour when she was showing the little signs. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. But she was showing me the sign, but I hung in there for nine years. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I, I got next. Go ahead, Go ahead. Oh, well, wait a minute. Aren't, aren't all women crazy? It's just a matter of, like, what you can tolerate? No. No doubt. Different levels of crazy. They do have different levels of crazy. Some women are crazier than others. All women are liars. They are, now, they are liars. But they have different levels of crazy. But I can tell you right now, I know a couple of them. Pray for now, whoever now, finds themselves with them. Now, now. <laughs> Now, now the brother said earlier that 
he went to the virgin piece. He said that nowadays he wouldn't marry a virgin because of the curiosity. Which I understand that. I get that. I get that. It makes a lot of sense. But when it comes to that, you can't really miss what you've never had. Right. Versus the woman that's already had Mandinko or whoever she had who was, you know, made her go woo 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 in the past. She just didn't marry that cat. But she married you. Right. And if we come up short, so what's in that memory bank? Because you know that dude, they don't never go away. They're always I, I available. This is a question that we 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 don't dare ask because we don't we don't want to know that we ain't the best. That's just bottom line. Yeah. And and you really you really hope and pray and wish that you know I'm doing this because I love I'm with you because I love you and I hope that that's all that's between this encounter and yeah. it's just not a it's this you my wife it's not a you're not a booty call yeah. you're my wife now we judge booty calls in the mentality that, that you're talking about. But we don't judge wives in the same mentality. We can only hope that she can't, she don't be looking at us with her eyes closed or with us on them thinking about Mandingo or anybody else that she had in the past or, or anything like that. We, wanna, we want the same uh, thought process to be happening between both of us. And, hey, we're, we are making love because we love and in love with each other and we're going to be, Locked in for the rest of our lives together. That's what you want and hope to go to be. You know, you I don't want to be thinking about another dude. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I will go out. Hold on one second. I will go on a limb and don't get upset because it might be the truth in your marriage. I will uh-huh. go out on a limb and say, if there are ten guys on this phone that are married, eight of us, our wives had somebody better. They married us for other reasons. How would you know? How, would, how, how do you make that statement? Did, did, would your wife be willing, bold enough to tell you? You wouldn't know. But what I'm saying yeah. is, they don't normally they don't normally marry their best sex partner. Why they marry that? somebody for other reasons, like security, the job that, is better, to be great for great father, you good great family values. Now, if you can get all that in one person, that's why I didn't say all ten. But I'm gonna say I, I will go on a limb and say. And if you ask her, I'm not going to ask because I don't want to know. T.R., I don't know can, I, can I jump in there? Yeah, jump in. Jump right in. Oh, I talked to a, a, one of my concubines about this. <laughs> <laughs> How many concubines do you have? I had. I had a few. And I would talk to them about subjects like this, about women. Nothing better to talk to another woman. And she gave me this general rule of thumb. She said, if a woman makes love to you twice, not just has sex with you, but if she makes love to you twice in a row, then she's happy with what you got. Yes. You ain't got to worry about it. No. She can take whatever you got and work that, work with that for the rest of your life. Yes. And I took that rule of thumb, and I said, okay, twice, and I'm in there. I like it. You got invited back. You I, ain't got to, I ain't got to worry about it. You Beautiful thing. Has she had the Lexington Steel? I don't know, maybe. But she may have. She may have. But Lexington Steel may have been a jump off. But but is she happy with what she got? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to roll with that. Sure. And I'm going to keep getting it as much as I can to the day I die. <laughs> Good words. Going back to something that um, Darren said about women in the, in the biblical 
life drastically changed in the last 50 years in this nation? Has the role of a wife... Night and day. Night and yes. day. Why so? I'll let somebody else answer it. I've been doing talking, but night and day. I, I think it's changed dramatically. Yes. Because uh, now the woman is looked at as as a breadwinner and not just a mother and a wife. Uh-huh. Whereas 50 years ago... Um, you could you could support your family on one income. Um, you know, today, I mean, half your income's going to income tax. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you know, we're putting our wives out there to work. You know, and a lot of times they're bringing in more money than we are. Come on, have a drink. <laughs> well, you're right, Andrew. Back in the fifties, a wife's primary role was to be a helpmate to her husband and mother to the children. You know, only only going outside of the household to be involved in charity work. So essentially, you know, back in the day, the only careers that were acceptable for a woman to pursue was teaching or nursing. But have women allowed uh, undue stress to be put on them as they attempt to balance their career with their role as wife and as mother? Is it Are they putting undue stress on themselves? I think going back to... Darren's point that, you know, women going out, you know, making the bacon is, it becomes problematic. But, you know, have women put, you know, allowed this undue stress as they try to balance the whole career and wife and mother thing? Well, you got to see why they got My woman all the time get up and go get my money. Go ahead, Darren. No, I was I was just saying, you know, it, you got to see it, why how she got in that position in the first place. If she got in that position because she had to, and she had a sorry dude that left her with a kid, and she was left to fend on her own, you can get used to that habit as a as a female. I can only imagine you can get used to that habit to okay, I can't depend on a man or anybody else to take care of me and my baby, and a woman is going to do whatever she got to do to take care of that baby. Even if she has to revert back to the oldest profession it is in history, she's going to make sure that baby eat. Now, if a dude come along and he come with some slick stuff, she's going to be more prone to be like, okay, I'm going to have to watch you. I'm going to make sure I continue to work because you might leave me just like the last dude did. So I'm going to keep pushing and keep striving because she don't have faith in the new dude that's coming in her because of what she got burned the last time. So when she started relying heavily on herself, you know, she she gets comfortable in that, and then she is, don't let her get no extra money, or don't let her start making money. Then you got a Jezebel, a potential Jezebel on your hands. So that's why I had to tell my wife. You know, my wife had two jobs when I met her, and I and I'm like, are you? Would you be willing to not work? She said, you know, well, why don't you want me to work? And we had this conversation over months. You know. Why don't you want me to work? You want me to be barefooted and pregnant? No, I want you to be barefooted and pregnant. I just was asking a question because, I mean, I'm trying to go as close to the biblical standards as possible because I know that works. Now, all the stuff that we got going on that we got potentially can go on with you having your career and you doing this and doing that, I know that, that, that it's, that's shady, but I know the Bible is going to work. And, but you got to trust that and you got to trust me to, to anchor myself to this thing. And if you can do that, then you will be all right. You'll never have to worry about anything. So what if a, what if a wife works and she has uh, a challenging job? Who, who, sh- who should that wife submit to, her boss or her husband? 
her boss at work and her husband at home. I don't understand it, you know. But I thought God intended wives only to be, you know, under their husbands. Right, but but you you're talking about dynamics that that done change the woman's mindset, you know. But if you t- if you're just stripping all those dumb dynamics away, then she shouldn't have a boss. But if she has a boss, now you, you when you throw that in the equation, you're trying to say who should she listen to. Well, now you you don't brought this thing in the equation. Now you got to compromise somewhere. Hey, Rodney, I'm joining this call late. Um, did you guys uh, actually define what submission, godly submission is? Yes, we did. That was the first question. Okay. Yep. So, 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 and I'm glad you asked that question. Um, so if you and your wife have a difference of religious background coming up, but that didn't that wasn't a barrier and you still got married and her beliefs are different than yours, um, how would you gauge submission at that point if you're trying to say what your perception of what God says and what her perception of what God says is different? Well, if your perception of what God says is you should be equally yoked before you get married, then you're going to fail off the bat because it don't work in no situation. A marriage don't work. And, we, or it might work for a while, but it ain't it ain't going to last, period. So, he done proved that twice in the Bible. So, well, What, what so, was the so, definition of, 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 of submission that y'all came up with? So atheist couples aren't, aren't working? They don't if they if they if they on a on one accord, then anything works when two touch and agree. That's the nature. But if they're both atheists and they both agree to do whatever they do as atheists, then cool. They okay. already on one accord with that. Okay, so if one person is atheist and the other one isn't, that's unequal on the no. fence. I got that, but when you say unequally yoked, it ain't gonna work. But it it works all the time. And I'm not trying to contradict you, but what I'm saying is I know people now that, you know, you'll see one part in church and the other part ain't there. Well, the other part could care less, but they still married. They've been married, and they've been married for years. And whether it's working or not, they're still together for some reason. They're still holding on. But that doesn't mean they're unequally young just because one goes to church, though. Now, I got you, but I'm just trying to use that as as clarity. You know, you got one person that 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 that, that is a devout and the other one that just isn't, that could care less, like I'm saying, so... But you, you know, but 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 you also have a situation where people, you know, came in and and neither of them had faith, and one, be, you know, let's say one became a Christian or one, you know, became this or that, and now they're unequally yoked. Okay, um, the the situation is that it's not that it's an untenable situation; it just puts more obstacles in the way. Right. Okay. Yeah. It it doesn't mean it can't work. It just means that you know now we have one more layer of challenges. I mean, if let's just say I'm a Christian and I and I marry um, a Muslim, okay, mm-hmm. and we're just in love and we said, well, you know, love doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. We have different religions. We love each other so much. Well, you know, that may be true, but when we have children and I say Jesus is Lord and she says Jesus is just a dude. And and he's not God. Now it's causing problems that are going to seep into the marriage. It doesn't mean it can't be overcome. It just puts more layers of difficulty if both of you aren't moving in the same direction. If I say Jesus is Lord and the Bible is 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 what we're going to base ourselves on, and she says the Bible is just a book that some dudes wrote, that's not the Word of God. That's going to cause tension and problems because we're not both on the same page. So it doesn't mean it won't work. It just means it can cause you. 
you know, a lot of problems in that marriage because, you know, both of you are going in different directions. But let, let me uh, let me do my Rodney and let me throw a, a monkey wrench at your Cadillac. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to throw it at your Cadillac. <laughs> what about if you have two people, just consider this, they both go to the same church, deacon board, auxiliary club, great. They match in dressing. They, they, they match when they go to church. They do all the church stuff. But they still could be unequally yoked. Huh? How so? Because you have people, and, I, you know, I'm going to put myself in that position. You can have people who one person is actually doing religious things, but they don't really have a submission to God. They don't even read the Bible to find out how to submit and follow the word of God. They don't tithe. They don't do it off. They don't do none of that stuff. They don't read. They don't study nothing. They go to church. While the other person is devoutly seeking and praying and fasting and following all those principles. Now you got two unequally unequally yoked people who, on the surface, are a team. Well, maybe, maybe not, because just because you're doing all those things doesn't make you a Christian. Doing things has nothing to do with you being a Christian. Okay, It's your heart condition that, that determines whether you're a Christian, and only God knows that. You know, uh, just because somebody is in every little thing and and tithing on on every little ounce of cumin uh, doesn't make them a Christian. Just because they're they're reading and studying the Word of God doesn't make them a Christian. And just because somebody isn't doing that doesn't make them not a Christian. So you know, by some of these outward things doesn't mean that they're a Christian or not. You know, and and in almost every relationship that I've studied. Almost always one person is more mature uh, spiritually than the other. Okay. I thought my maturity um, level. Some people think that is, is unequally yoked, but that's yeah, not you, what the Bible's talking about. You can bring one person up and one person meet me with my deficit. I'm talking about where both people, one person really tries to seek God's leadership. And the other person, you know, I'm cool with the church. You know, we go. But, uh, you know, as far as this, you know, deep prayer and, and intercessory prayer, you know, I leave it up to the other folks. You know, I, I don't really I, – I do my finances. I maneuver my household the way I see fit, and that's just how I do it. Where the other person is like, in this household, I really try to see God's direction. Well, that doesn't one thing. mean that that other person is not a Christian. Forget the Christian part. I'm just talking about being unequal. When you talk about being unequally yoked, that's what the Bible's talking about. Right, because the Bible doesn't talk about Christianity. Yes, it is. That's exactly what it's talking about. It's that you've got to have the same faith. And that's because, and it uses the the word yoke, because um, a yoke was was a a piece of farm equipment that tied two animals together. And if you had an ox on one side and a chicken on the other, you could not pull in the same direction because the animals were not the same. Well, that's it, the right? Christianity that's part. What, I'm talking about the titling of Christianity. I'm not talking about the not, titling. I'm talking about right. whether the people actually have, and, and that's what the reason that, that, that talking about that is simply that where, where one animal could pull 1,000, two animals could pull 10,000 because they're moving in the same direction and they have the same, they're the same person. As Christians, we are the same person 
because we're, we're 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 followers of Christ and we're we're children of God and we're moving in the same direction. Yeah, y'all getting in the weeds a little bit. I want to drive y'all back to please, top please. of your hand. I'm submission. getting confused. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about submission and. I want to. I, 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 I really, like I said, I joined this late, and and I really was pressing to get on this call. I just couldn't get out of what I was doing, uh, because this is an issue that comes up in our counseling all the time. Yeah, because we're we're gonna get back to it, uh, Andrew. Don't 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 you worry. And uh, I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, Ronnie's telling you to submit. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, just yeah, we're gonna get there, brother. But true or false, submission is universal and can be applied correctly by all even those outside of the Christian faith community. Sure. <laughs> true, true, true. Sure. That's crazy. Sure. Agree. Agree. Totally disagree. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Why you if you're simply talking about bowing or acquiescing to the will of another person, yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's done all the time. I disagree 100%. The definition of submission and godly submission is not going down to another person. Nobody said he didn't didn't say godly submission. So let's kind of like step off that for a minute. He just said submission. That's right. Well, what is your definition of submission? Take your four-leg lock. What what is your definition of submission? Um, One um, voluntary limits what they might do naturally in their relationship in order to benefit their partner. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it's possible in any relationship for, for people to submit. I'll go a step further. It's necessary in almost every facet of human interaction for somebody to submit. I'd agree with that. You cannot have everybody putting on the crown and saying, I rule the roost 100%. Right. There has to be one head, and and I had this conversation today with my pastor, and, you know, we can have a discussion, we can talk about it, but at the end of the day, the head has to come with all the information, make the choice, this is the direction, and the troops have to follow. If not, then we have, we have problems in the organization. And everybody who is a leader is also a follower. Correct. Yeah. So, so the wife is one of the troops, Andrew. Um, if we're Don't in, say that to in the family situation, <laughs> um, there has to be a head, okay? And the wife is my wife is 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 somebody that I take her opinion very seriously, and I listen to her opinion. Submission only happens if there's a disagreement. First of all, if we agree, there's no submission that needs to happen. Okay, but a trooper, there's a uh, disagreement, and I listen to my wife, and I, and I take that information. The buck has to stop somewhere, okay? And me being the head of the family, that means responsibility. The responsibility is on me, and I have to make the decision because anything with two heads is a, is a monster. Anything with no heads is dead. That's so not that. It's got to be one head. You gave me a different answer for a different question. I said, is... Is is the wife one of the troops? Okay, if we were going to say it like that, yeah, sure, she's on the team. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you can't find yeah, one. the troops. I'm the general, and 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 oh, she's the major. T Hall, can't find a flaw with my reasoning. It's perfect, T Hall. I just asked the question. I. It's perfect. I'm not in my reasoning. 
disagreeing. I just asked a question. Andrew, okay, so I'm the general, and she's the man. agrees with me. Yeah, and and okay. I want to go back. I want to go back um, because uh, Ike and Andrew are actually right. Okay. That unless you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it really makes no sense to submit to another person. Submission cannot can't. It can't be properly understood and enacted apart from understanding the relationship between God the Father and the Son. So it's actually it's kind of unwise for us to uphold instructions for wives to submit to their husbands for people outside of the Christian faith. Because yeah, people without power, huh? yes, people without the Holy Spirit, without the power of the Holy Spirit, don't have the power to live out submission and authority in a godly manner. True, but you can submit yes. to somebody. You yeah, right. do it. It's I really don't know how it works. I have no idea, Ike, either. Submission is only possible if we're being controlled by the Spirit. We I don't, don't believe God submission no, is only uh, possible. Uh, I don't agree with that either. I don't agree with that. I believe godly submission yeah. uh, is only possible. But I believe, I mean, there's many relationships that, 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 that demonstrate submission, and they have wonderful marriages, and they're not Christians. Thank you. Say that again, please. I know many marriages that demonstrate submission, and they're not Christians, and they have wonderful marriages. But what is a wonderful marriage? What do you well, mean? I mean the you know, they're, they're, they're happy really? with each other. Two people that are happy that respect each other, other and they understand the position. I don't need to Period. listen down there. You know what Rodney doing? Y'all know. <laughs> one thing, what's messing with me, Rod? Hey, one thing about a uh, um, like two people. If they touch and agree, it doesn't matter what their religion is. If they touch and agree that this is going to happen on Monday, neither one of them should have a problem with that. And they can, they they don't have to be Christians. But but the problem that you have when you have two people that are that are one submitting and one is not, you know, when and I and I said this one time before about Smith Wigglesworth and his wife, you yep. know, she she continued to follow God and and and, and submitted to him because her faith and told her so. Submit to your husband because her faith told her so in reverence to God. And she continued to do that for 30 years and, and, he, and, and stayed locked out on the back porch for 30 years and got up that morning and fixed that man breakfast every time he treated her me until he finally submitted to Christ. And that's a, that's a true soldier. Now, I'm not saying no black woman, white woman, no kind of woman would do that. But she did and it got her husband where he was in the 19th century, early 19th century. So we can't say that submitting don't work. It doesn't matter if she's the first submitter or the second submitter or the third submitter. She stayed faithful to what the Bible told her to do, submit to him in reverence and not reverence him, but to reverence God, not him, to reverence God. But see, that's the definition of godly submission. And 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 a lot of women and a lot of men don't understand that. A lot of women think submission means doormat. A lot of men think think submission means king. Uh, but true submission is understanding what God's principles are and understanding what you know what we're called to do and what the roles that we're called to be. And a man, a godly man that understands submission. And uh, and understands headship really understands what that means, and that means responsibility. Okay, that we are the res- we are the ones that are going to be held responsible. Okay, well, Andrew. Andrew, does a husband have a right to demand his wife's submission? 
Absolutely not, because that's not submission. Submission is willful. Okay? If if the woman, the problem with, with a man demanding a woman to submit is that he's not, that, that, that goes against what, what the definition of submission is. Submission is a willful act, okay? A woman has to understand and a man has to understand what submission is. Okay, one of the challenges that I have is that I know that my wife will submit. That's scary because if I take us in the wrong direction, she will follow us over the cliff. I have got to make sure that that the that the decision I make isn't me but God. That's a heavy responsibility for me because I know my wife, even if she thinks I'm wrong, she'll say, hey, I don't see it this way. This is the way I see it. And if I say, I've understood that and I've taken this in prayer, but this is what I feel we need to do, she would say, okay, I will follow you. So she decides when and how to submit well, submission, if it comes to it where we're disagreeing, okay, she will give me her opinion, and I'll take it in, you know, and I'll, I'll think about that, and I'll pray. I'll say, Lord, I want to make sure I'm doing this right thing. Okay, and if I'm not, I don't, I don't want this to be me because I know that if, if, if you know, if it's wrong, she will, she'll say, okay. I don't agree. I've, t- I've given you my opinion. I've told you why, but the decision is up to you. And whatever you decide, I'll be behind you. That's a so, heavy responsibility that I carry. So, do y'all think that submission creates lopsided, one-way relationships? Heck no. Again, are we? You're, we're assuming that we're talking about submission under the one God. Yes. Okay. I just, yeah. I just want, I don't want to just point it out. Okay. Well, well, then, well, then by definition, I don't think so. Yeah, let me well, ask a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no. and I, I'm sorry. Go I just got to ask a question because we're using God's definition of submission, the Bible's definition of submissions a lot. But we're also on a call where there's some other people that have no idea what that is. There's some people Good that are going to get this call tomorrow and have no idea what we're talking about. So if we were talking to the masses, right, and they want to know, okay, well, what is the basic, what is just, if we don't understand anything about what the Bible says, but we still want to follow submission, what would you say to these people? Uh, not the Bible people, not the Christians like us, but people that just want to understand what submission means to marriage. How would you would you go keep going back to the Bible? Or would you talk to them in in some kind of language that they can understand? This is what I would say, Tony. I would say, okay, um, you, you're in a corporation. There's a president. He has several vice presidents and 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 uh, department heads or whatever it happens to be. There's a decision that has to be made, and and you are, let's just say, the president of the company. You're going to take advice from your counseling, you know, whatever it happens to be, your vice president or what. But the bottom line is you have to make the decision, okay? Now, as the president, you are called where the buck stops, and you make the decision. Now, if you're the vice president, and that president is going against the advice that you give him, Okay, you have got to come under his his under his decision and support him and not try to undermine him. Yeah, but going back to the question, Andrew, he said that how do you speak to a person 
that's not that that's not in the Bible. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. This isn't a biblical situation. Okay, this is in corporate America. Okay, if you, if you happen to be the vice president and and you believe that the direction that you need to take is one way, but the the the, the your boss or the president believes that the direction needs to be another way. Okay, and he makes the decision against what you've advised. Instead of trying to bat, backbite him and cut him down, you come under that and support it. You've given your opinion. He made the decision. He is the head. You make the decision. You've given him your opinion, but now you support him instead of trying to tear him down and saying, I don't think that's going to work. And you go back to your friends, I ain't going to work. I told him what he should have done. I don't think he's right. That's not submission. Submission is, I've given you my opinion. You've made the decision. I'm going to come under you, and we're going to fight to try to make this work. I'll take you two steps further. After you made that decision of what you're going to do as the president or the head, what you're really doing as the final decision maker, you submit to a board of directors who in turn submit to the shareholders. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. I think we're getting too – T.O.'s well, you, question you said how they explain it to somebody who don't deal with Yeah, it was a basic question. Y'all getting in the weeds with the corporation. T.O.'s okay, basically I, saying that I, I do we use like Webster's this. definition or or can you can you just use Webster's definition when you're explaining it to people or do you need to tie in the godly piece? Are they no. Are they interdependent of each other when you're talking about submission or I think that's what he's saying is that can you just leave it at Webster? And not include God when you're talking about submission. And, well, and, and submission is marriage. With God in that situation, Rodney. Huh? What do you mean in a marriage? A marriage no, no, has I, to do with in, God? In a situation of corporation, what did I say that had anything to do with God? And that's what I'm saying. You, you're exactly right. And I think that's what T. Hogg's statement was, is that can you explain submission to a non-believer with, with only Webster's definition? Sure. Sure. But but you can, but is that the is that the correct route? I don't think this it is. Sufficient? I don't think you can leave it at Webster's definition, which I read. I don't think you can apply. They can apply submission, not being you know uh, under under the Christian faith. Can you read that definition okay. one okay. more time? Okay. So 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 let me ask another question then. Um, yep. And I hear you, Rodney. Mm-hmm. But when you're going out to try to win somebody over souls, when you're doing your evangelistic work. Yes. Do, does it does it say anywhere in the Bible that you actually have to quote Bible scripture while doing that? No. Okay, so when you're trying to explain to someone, like they come to you with an issue, and you yes. know that God's the way out. Yes. But they ain't hearing you. So is there another way that you translate the message to the terms that they can understand and still serve the same purpose? Sometimes, yes. But I think with this particular subject of submission, I don't think you can take God out of the submission piece. No, we didn't say to take the God out, but we what, what we're saying or leave is, God out, Rep. Can you can you talk about it, convey your message, and get the same result to the person? See, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes we got to meet people where they we can't we we can't create a situation for a person to be at because you might lose them. You, you gotta talk to them where they're at, and if you if you if you hit them with scripture all the time, you're gonna lose, you know, eighty percent of the people. Exactly. Well, we're not talking script. I'm not saying drop scriptures. I'm just saying that leave it like just excluding 
God as part of the submission in a marriage. I'm not talking about in a boyfriend. I'm just talking about in a marriage. In God a marriage. created marriage. Sure. That you cannot, you cannot leave, you cannot exclude God from that conversation. You can well, that's not true. What if, what if you took true. that situation I gave you, and and you decided that you were that vice president, and that president was making a decision that you didn't agree with, and you decided to try to sabotage that situation? How well would that corporation work? I think that's apples to oranges, but a, a corporation is has nothing to do with, you know, the the ministry of marriage. I, I, think think I, I don't agree with that. I think it, it does, has man, a lot to do with it. Jesus, when he set up his apostleship, it was 12 apostles. 12 in the Jewish culture is symbolic of perfect government. It, I, it, I, it think, I think it has a lot to do with it because if you, there has to be a head. If you have a company with no head, you have no direction. Yeah, but Andrew, I mean, to your point, though, you know what I mean, the vice president doesn't have as much say as the president. In That's our marriage, exactly right. you know that there has to be a final decision maker. Yes, our, our better half sometimes has just as much say as us, just as much opinion in 2013 as us. But the bottom line is somebody has to make the decision. That is the goal. That now is you the goal may actually ask to to your department head and say, "Hey, whatever decision you decide, that's what we're going to go with." Sure. Hey, Tom. Yeah. If you were 30,000 feet up in the air, would you want the co-pilot to make the decision or the pilot? Uh, yeah, but, but, but again, but again, <laughs> again, you have to ask that question in your own marriage. Can I, yes. can I ask, can I ask a question? In your own marriage. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We have another yes. question. Well, we have not, another not, not necessarily a question. It's just a little go component ahead. to it, and I, and, I'm, yes. and I like the analogy more so of the president and uh, vice president more so than the general. But the um, the thing I was thinking about is, like you guys are saying, like, okay, well, the president does have the final say, but don't the person, like we, we try to, we would hire someone in that position that's able to make those decisions. So now, like, they're, they're able to make independent decisions on their own, and if for some reason we disagree with it, we have that power to veto it. You know what I mean? Not right. necessarily say, Okay, no, I said this. Like they, they don't have to bring every. You don't have to bring every situation to me, and I say yes, no, yes, no. While I'm sitting there, you know, dealing with other things. Yeah, then they're not necessary. Yeah, like I, I think that it's you know very you know important decision. I should be included in everything, but right. very important decision about the house. That's something that I have the ability to to veto, and I, and I do believe um, that you can talk about. Um, with the submission without using God as. You sure can. You absolutely can. The question was, can, will it be effective? But Rod, I, think it can, I think it can be effective if that person, if that other person understands it, you know what I mean? And, and, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> one, one of the things I'm thinking about is, is I'm listening to this whole conversation. I've been on this call pretty much the whole night, going back yep. and walking back and forth out of the, out of the call because I might have missed some Yeah. But, uh, like, I'm thinking about my household, and I never want to bring Thank up my you. household Thank so you. much in it because of the fact that, you know, it, it'll just be about me. But I know, like, growing up, my dad was the type of person that was the general. He wasn't He wasn't just a person. He was the general. This is what I said do. If you don't do what I said in my house, whether it was, if it was me, uh, you know, his wife or whoever it was, they got to go. Like, that was from the smallest thing, and he barked commands constantly. 
And when I when I was grown as as I grew up, I was saying to myself that I wasn't going to be that way. I wasn't going to be a person that's going to just be like my way or the highway, get out of here. So when I got married, I tried to take the approach more so of okay, let me see somebody else's um, opinion on it. You know what I mean, and make her more of an equal, more so mm-hmm. than me just saying my way or no way. And let me tell you, like in doing that. I, I, you know, a lot of things, like a lot of decisions, I don't agree with that she, that, you know, that we've made or whatever. Because I, I tried to go with somebody else's direction, and now I'm in a situation where I'm trying to flip that back and say, listen, this is how we're going to be, and trying to take control of it. But it ain't working quite like the way that I wanted to work. You know what I mean? But I, I think, um, bottom line is, I think that, I mean, even in the beginning, it was a learning experience for me. I think in the beginning, I should have took control of it more so in, in had that position of power because men and women are not equals. Back to my original point for that stuff. But, hey, Rodney, I, got I, wanted, uh, yeah. I wanted to just, just, just kind of defend you a little bit on, on your statement. To me, without using God in, in, in describing submission, it's always going to be perceived as a negative thing. Mm. You're always going to perceive the person submitting. is always going to perceive themselves as the weaker one, the one that's giving up something. That's not in control if you're not using God in the definition. Right. Okay. I got a monkey wrench. Um, right. Wait, wait. Before you throw the monkey wrench, if somebody is not using guided submission, what is the reason that that person would submit? There is no real reason. Why, that's why what I should... said. That's exactly what I said. They ain't siding with you, Rodney. Don't start looking for help. <laughs> I'm serious. That is it. That is literally no. what I said. I said no. it. What, no what was the reason that a woman would submit to her husband if she didn't believe that that that's what God has 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 commanded her it to do? It could be. It could be. That was his point. That was my point. Work. Thank you. you. I made that point no, thirty minutes no. ago. You all forgetting the obvious answer. It don't have to be that. It could be because her mother's 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 mother submitted to their husband, and that's how the families go. That's how their culture is raised. And that's all they know is because now they're married, so they got to submit to their husband. Okay, God may not have nothing. That's actually not submission. Okay? Right. It's just capitulation. Submission isn't just giving in. Right. Thank you. That's not the definition of, of, of godly submission. Right. Okay, so the mission is is understanding that this is what God has, you know, has has given you to do, and that you are honoring God by doing it, and He will bless your family because you've done that. Andrew, you're making my point. Uh, T, I'll show you a monkey wrench, please. (laughs) Okay, all right, (laughs) all right. So, 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 all of us head of households on this call. You know what I mean? And we make the final decisions because we are the president of our household corporations. Say that again, brother. <laughs> Don't agree with me just yet. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And and so now, now. I like the way that sounds. Now, mm-hmm. Apple stock has gone down just a little bit because they're in a little bit of trouble. Not much, but the technology needs to step it up a little bit. So all of us that are married, head of households, and we are presidents of our corporation, and we have a vice president. Can we tomorrow say, hey, I'm making an executive decision, and and I'm speaking directly into your household, not the Bible, your household. Can we tomorrow take all of our savings and say, okay, I'm making an executive decision to invest in Apple, put all our money in Apple, 
and 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 I don't have to, and I don't need to um, um, get uh, approval from my vice president at all. Are any of us on this call in position to make that decision? Yeah, I'm in a position to make that decision. Yeah. I just might be in a position where I need to stay with one of y'all for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. So it'll be one last phone call on, on household stress. <laughs> I'm in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love That's that. That's a take down. Yeah. But, as, as, but as, as, as the executive, it's your job to, to, to make the decision of the risk. P-Town. P-Town. Your family's going to take. P-Town. Huh? Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Your no, wife no, will say, hey, all right, hey, go ahead and hey, take hey, all hey, our hey, money. Hey, Your hey, wife hey, will say, hey, go hey, ahead and hey, take yes. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. The reason why I say I am in this in this position, not saying right or wrong, my wife totally trusts and believes that I'm going to go to God and and, and, and bombard him, bombard heaven, <laughs> and try to figure out what it is before I come to her and say, and be that boldly to say yeah. what you just told me, what your scenario was. She knows I don't have to worry. If he says he went to God, he went to God, and God told him to do this, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm one thing. But he didn't life. say that. All right. But, but listen, that. listen to this. He listen didn't listen say that. Fellas. He didn't this say happened that. to me. This happened to me, and, and, and I put my business out there in the street. I don't mind doing it because it's fast. Um a couple, I don't know if y'all remember, but a couple, uh, a year ago, um, I sat here in this room and this is, and I was arguing with my wife who was at home who was coming home stressed every day. Now, she's stressed because she's put the pressure on herself to go to work for somebody every single day so we can have health insurance, right? I just started my own business. And I made the executive's decision to use all of our savings to start this business. Now, she was behind me because she knows how how hard I work. Now, we made another executive decision. I told her to quit her job the next day while I'm coming down there. And I asked her what she wanted to do with her life. And she said, well, her dream was, you know, the other thing she liked to do is clean. So I said, well, Decision, executive decision one work. Let's go with executive decision. She says, well, we're going to, you know, I'm not going to bring enough money. We don't have no customers. You know, and I said, well, don't worry about that because this is a faith-based business. This business is ran by God, not me. Right. And um, now, you know, starting this Friday, this Saturday, she has her largest contract where she'll probably see, you know, where in one day we make as much money as a lot of people make in a month. You miss well, it. Here's, P, well, here's P, the distinction. P, because P, you're missing it. You're missing it. Oh, yeah. That's not That's not what I asked. You know but what I'm the decision you, was, is I said, we're going to take all that money that I we had, all $30,000. I said, we're going to take it, and we're going to invest it in this business. We're going to put our house on the line, our cars on the line, our family on the line. Who controls it, though? Who, who Who's controlling that decision? Who's in, charge of, who's in charge of that decision uh, being successful or failing? Who? He said Y'all, right? No, I'm just saying is, what I'm saying is, because, again, without the works, is dead. So what I'm saying is you and your wife are now investing in yourselves to make it, to, to either make it or not. My yeah. scenario was 
apple. Something where you have no control over. It's just a hunch. You have a hunch. Mm-hmm. Not y'all going to go out and grind because you can't grind. Once you invest that money, you're done. You just got to sit and watch it and see what happens. I'm talking okay, about something that you have no control over. Can you make okay. that? Go ahead. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. If, if things go off of whims or hunches or luck or whatever you want to call it, my wife has so much faith that if, I told her that God told me to put every penny into Apple. She would follow me to the hills. Now, now I could be lying, but her job is, well, that, I'm not going to say her job. Her faith in me makes that her job to believe that that's what I did and God, that's what God told me. Now, it's up to me to not ever take that or make make her question that because so far it's been perfect. But, you know, I, so if I tell her, hey, babe, God just told me to put all our money in an apple, she's, she, oh, oh, for real? Why is that? Okay, cool. Go ahead and get it. Okay, you say God told you to do it? Go for it. Now, Dang, I got to be absolutely I, I right. I got to ask you this, going to look it up. Yeah, please. It's the exact same faith. It's the exact same faith that she, she uh, has in you when she put, when y'all put that ring on your finger that you're not going to step away from the marriage. No, 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 no. Fate, I mean, okay, but go ahead. Somebody got to ask Darren a question. Yeah, I got to ask. But I asked both Darren and uh, Peter a question. True or false, submission is obedience. Is what? Obedience. Obedience. True. Submission is True. obedience. True. True. Obedience to the word of God. That's it. Just submit. It's obedience. Yeah, because the word obey actually doesn't appear in the Bible in relations to wives with regards to submission as it does related to children and slaves. It was a kind of a trick question, but you're right. It's, it's obedience to God, which goes back to my earlier point that you can't talk to the couple in Walmart about, this, about, about their marriage, about submission in marriage without, you can't say, you know, yes, submission is obedience and then leave the God part out. You can, I mean, you just can't do it. Okay, you just can't so just leave him on the side of the road. Stop the dying. call. Something happened. Can, hello? Hello, Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you asked me a question. The call dropped, man. The enemy don't want us on this phone. But go oh. <laughs> the question was, submit, true or false, submission is obedience. Submission is obedience. Yes, I believe that. Yeah. Okay. If we all because the person, the person that you're submitting to don't necessarily – Deserve that if you know they don't necessarily deserve to be submitted to, and that's why I say submit to your husbands in reverence to God. It doesn't say submit to your husbands because he's worthy of it. It says right. submit to your husbands in reverence to another entity instead of him. So that lets so you know he's gonna be messing up. Right. So should a woman submit to her husband unquestioningly, just as if he were God? I mean, do do we as husbands kind of become the Lord in our wife's eyes? Yes. Hey, that's what our, yes. Our yes. Jesus in the household. Yes. Assuming that you finish the rest of that statement. <laughs> Why submit to your husbands as they submit to Christ? Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Now you're, you're, here, here comes the other thing. It, 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 it doesn't say that. It does not say that. It says submit to your husbands and reverence to God. That's what it says. And to, to show God that you love him and you trust him, submit to your husband because of that. 
Not right. because of anything else, but That's simply right. because you care so for, so much for God, submit to him because of God, not because of him. That's right. Yeah, and some people get twisted and think that they're only just to submit to, to their husband if they believe their husband is following God enough. And that's wrong. No, no, they don't say that either. They don't say that either, Andrew. Yeah, Everybody got to do their part. If the husband's not doing his part in loving the wife, that doesn't mean the wife don't have to do her part into submitting to him. That's she right. still got to do her part. It doesn't matter if he's doing his or not. Just mind it. We got we we got this habit, and married couples all the time. We got this habit of minding their husband or minding their wife's business. The only business that a husband got is to mind his business how he treats his wife. Vice versa, the wife's only business is not how her husband treats her, but how she treats him and how God told her to treat him and how God told her to submit to him. Now she mind her. Right. Well, I'm it's glad you the, said that because one the, of the challenges that that we see a lot is 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 um, couples come to us and say we've got a fifty fifty relationship, okay, and you know I do my part and he does his, or I do my part and she does hers. The problem with that is if we look at at a marriage that way, inevitably you're going to look at your spouse and go, you're not doing your part. So if you're not doing your part, then I won't do mine, okay? And and a, a marriage isn't about 50-50. Sometimes it takes 100 and zero. Uh, but you've got to be willing to do all of it, and it doesn't matter what your spouse is doing if they're not doing their part at that particular point or what you think that part is. So what percentage of husbands do you all think take this responsibility to love our wives as Christ loves the church. What percentage of husbands take that directive seriously? Not as high as you think. Most husbands understand what that means. No, because the next verse says that the wives are in submission to the husbands. I'm sorry, that the husbands are headed by the wives as Christ is the head of them and he is the head of the body. Very few people really take that literally as far as submission, man. I know I have to really learn that. Yeah, but what percentage of husbands out here do you think take that responsibility seriously? Let's take the percentage of Christian husbands, Christian household husbands. Right. I would say less than 10%. Wow. I don't know what the percentage is, but I don't think most most, uh, Christians understand what that means, that we are to be willing to give our lives for our wives and our family and give our will and our desires for our family. That's right. That's right. That's right. But on the flip side of that, what percentage of wives take their responsibility to submit to their husbands seriously? Mm-hmm. I, I'll say it's probably about the same as the first. Huh. I, I don't know. I think women, women, women on, on the whole probably, you know, probably see it a little different than than men. Just and because me a lot of women are raised. You know, to 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 you know, this is your husband, and you need to listen and do things. And you know, a lot of men are are not in that in that same category. Do y'all think that a person can be immature and insecure and be willingly submissive at the same time? Oh. Immature, insecure, and, and willingly submissive. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I think you can. 
<laughs> I think you can. How so? I think I can find an example. Well, again, with, I'm just talking people. Yeah. There, there are people who are immature. They're insecure about themselves. But let's just take a pimp and his prostitute relationship. Definition of an insecure, inferior feeling person. Uh-huh. And they may not take no stuff from anybody else. But they're going to submit because that pimp is ahead of her mind. He directs her thoughts. He controls her movements. Not by physical force. Right. But because I got your mind, I've seen Roddy where people who are as snappy and as evil to everything else, that actually will defend the pimp who's doing them the most damage to the death because he is ahead of her mind. You you can be both. It's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be to your best bet. But you can you can be split minded like that. What are some secrets to success when it comes to this submission thing? What are some secrets to success? Beat your woman. What did you say? He's a beat your what? woman. Okay. You'll be staying in somebody's house for the next six months. <laughs> All right. Randy loves me. But, I mean, do y'all think that the Bible is crystal clear when it comes to submission, or is it a little muddy? No. Jesus wants to see his own, his own apostles. Who else would need to watch? I'm the king. I fulfill the whole Old Testament every time I talk. Every time I talk, I, I'm just check, checking the stuff off of your Jewish scriptures, checking it off. But why am I, why am I sitting here submitting to these these people who I picked to wash their feet? Why, why am I letting these people nail me up? Because submission, while you may be the king in one area, you're going to be the courier in the next. And it's the person who doesn't understand that I can be the king in this level, but that means I need to be having being fed from a higher level. You run into trouble. You and then, you know what? There's also people, man, who are they know how to be the courier, but they don't know how to be the king or the queen. They don't know how to be the head of something. They just take the orders. So they just take the order. So in in and I might just take it a different route. If we were talking about how do you um, mention, I mean, can you mention submission and respect in the same sentence? Is it relevant in a marriage? Yes. Okay. Um, is respect something that is given to you in a marriage? Because some of us are still trying to get it. Today? Well, yeah, I, I think it is, man. I think you can have respect. I feel like this. My wife, I believe, now, if you look at just the paper of of who's got what, my wife makes more than me. My wife is actually going for her doctorate. You know, I I took uh, about five minutes looking at the doctoral level book, closed it, said, forget this. Yeah. She's at the last leg of that. But she will give herself and her efforts towards the common good of what we're doing together. And and honestly, in my household, that's something that God has been working with me on 
as far as really understanding, do you see what you have in front of you? When I was talking about the couriers who don't know how to be the king, that's really me. Gotcha. I respect that. No, that, that was really me. God, he teach me, look, look, you, you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess up the next 10, 20 years of your life and hers by living below where I put you at, where you're supposed to be, because you don't know how to take charge of what you have in front of you. It's not about throwing delegation out. You do this and she goes do that. It's about do you see your resources. Here you have a woman who's early 30s. She's got all these potential seeds. But if you don't know how to work it, you don't know how to direct it, you just have seeds. They sit in the bag and they have a dream of being something else, but you'll never see it happen. Has nothing to do with your salvation. Has everything to do with unfulfilled potential. And I get those lessons daily um, because, you know, you're getting older. You know, that's why I thank God for seeing a gray hair because it'll shake me out of me, me being my stupor. Oh, that's not going away tomorrow. <laughs> that's a new friend in my face. <laughs> but it, and it's like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, but do y'all think that God gave us this doctrine of submission to put us in prison or to set us free? God, bro, it sets you free. Sets you free. Look, look at the plants. You can be a thing that's perceived to just sit outside the ground. I ain't going under nothing. But in order for you to produce a bigger return, you have to submit to the ground. You have to submit being buried. Otherwise, you cannot produce a bit. I can take 20 acorn seeds, and that's all I'm going to have for the next 20 years. It just sit in the bag. But until they submit to the ground, so the husbandman or the farmer dresses it to the ground and takes care of it, you don't have anything but potential. If you submit, bam. Now, of course, seeds don't grow fist and fight back, but people do. <laughs> right. People do. That's, that's why the guy uses the example of I am the vine. You are the branches. Abide in mm-hmm. me, and my words abide in you. And ask whatever, you know, prosperity preacher skipped it in. Ask whatever you will in my name, and it shall be. Oh, no, 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 no. Abide in me. Abide. Mm. Abide. You, you, you find me and you, find you and me. Abide. But do you, think, you, your, your, do you think your family and friends understand this whole concept of submission? I and think my wife that, understands better than I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about outside of your household, your family no. and friends. No. Um, and, and what yeah. I mean is that, you know, do you think that your marriage displays an intimacy that's deep, profound, and enviable when it comes to submission? I think that my marriage um, displays the trials and tests of what could go wrong, and we don't get it all right. You know, I mean, my wife could... You know, um, we're in the process of doing something similar like somebody else said as far as uh, working the entrepreneur route, you know. I mean, my wife could snap and say, you know, I'm I'm doing this. I want my things. I want me. That's not going to be beneficial for us in the long run, but she could do that. She's not, thank God. But so how does, so yeah. how does one know? How, how, how do you know if you're doing submission properly? How do you know? How do you know you're doing you know it right? submission properly? Yeah, that's a good question. If well, again, I want to monopolize the call. I mean, anybody. I mean, how do you know if you're doing the submission thing properly? When, when let, 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 you tell it, let you tell it. 
And you got to read the Bible to find out if it's right. You're right. Yeah. You're 100% Otherwise, correct. Otherwise, we're just guessing. That's right. You know what? Hey, hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. Hey, I'm sorry for the drop off, man. I mean, I, hey, uh, some must be said, be, be said right around here. But anyway, I believe that submission is working. It, it, it really works when a person is, is compliant. It don't have to be the Bible. Like I said, if two people touch and agree on a certain thing, then mm-hmm. it, it's just the basic principle of touching and agreeing. If a, a, a marriage or a couple is touching and agreeing on a certain thing to be so, and they don't go outside of those boundaries, then it's going to be so. Just because they they, they practicing the principles of touching and agreeing. I mean, I, too I agree. To be. So when it comes to submission, should we follow culture or should we follow Christ? Like you, you only get the Dude, one choice. You, you on fire tonight, Bradley. You are on fire. Hey, Ike, <laughs> Ike, Ike, are you still on the phone? He uh, is. Watch, watch this. Oh, yeah, Hold on, hold on. Should husbands submit to their wives? Should husbands should husbands submit to their wives? Yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I mean I think that what you what you're asking is that is submission gender exclusive, meaning it's only for women. No, No, it's for men. No, I didn't. I didn't need you to do that. Should husbands? He said. He said husbands. She. He said. Should wives submit to their husbands? Right? No. 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 He said. Should husbands? Husbands. I Should the husbands submit to their wives? That's an absolute no. Okay. They did their shit. Talk about it, Ike. Help me, Mike. I submitted not too long ago, Tony. I had to take one for the team. I understand. Thank you for keeping it real. I mean, I understand. This is 2013. I get no, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. I, I want to hear this because when, now, I'm not going to consider your wife and follow what she say because we all know that can happen too. We're talking about submitting to your wife. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think about all of 36 different definitions of what that means. But, uh, yeah, I submitted to my I submit to my wife. Uh, my wife was in the mood. I was not. I was extremely tired. I'm feeling well. And so I went ahead and, and submitted and gave what she wanted. Gotcha. I'm, Took one I'm for that. That's, that's good. I'm a good man. That ain't what talking about, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, See, yeah, I'm, I'm going like, to you know. Like I said, y'all okay. been talking about meetings of submission all night. Yeah, right. And, I, and I, I'll say to T-Hawk's question, before we get too far afield, I'll say absolutely we men have a responsibility to submit to. It's her responsibility. Listen, listen, let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. It's her responsibility to be agreeable, but it's our responsibility to be an affectionate husband, just like Ike said. I think Andrew said it earlier. So the person, listen, so the person with more power must also submit. Can I say something? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Real real quick. I know y'all talking about the Bible, talking about submitting, and the woman should submit. But the name of this thing that shows married men don't talk, and the married part, you got to submit on both sides if you want to stay married. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, come on, man. Listen, man. Look, look. Well, I'm sorry. I, 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 sorry. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Go ahead. The name of the show is married men not talk. Now, we were in Sunday school. We talk about, you know, <laughs> the River Jordan and all this other stuff later. But the name of the show is Married. Married. Men don't talk. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Oh, 
on a Tuesday, not a Wednesday, not a Sunday, on a Tuesday. It ain't happening. I don't agree with you. The show is about married men. I agree with you. And I agree with you, and I also say that men should not submit. Oh, excuse me, pardon me. Husbands should not submit. Wow. How, how do you know? How do you know the value wow. of submission if you don't submit yourself? Talk about wow. it. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. wow. I love it. Oh, I really love it. Here's why I say that. Are submitted to the Lord. Thus he say, Lord, I got that. But you got to submit to your wife and your family. You got Tell to. Him, Tell, Tell, Tell him. Here's why I say husbands should not submit to their wives. Okay. Now, I can't talk. Now, Go I ahead. Talk. Wait, wait. Let the brother okay. finish. Let the brother finish. Go ahead. This is wow. why I say this. Be careful of where, as the male, you put yourself in this conversation. We just not, if you say husbands should not submit, I say that. But remember, Christ also uses his church as a metaphor of the bride, the whole embodiment, man, woman, the bride of Christ. He dressed but he never bride. committed to the church, though. Christ did not <laughs> submit, no, because hold on, hold he on. is the did, head. Oh, hold on, hold church. on, hold on. Didn't Christ submit to his disciples? Incorrect. So he didn't, break, he didn't break, he did not feed his disciples? He didn't watch Feeding is not submission. He How do you know? Like I said, we don't know what submission is. Right. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't Jesus submit to his heavenly father? Yes, exactly. It's in order. Thank you. We're not Correct. talking about that, though. We're not talking about that kind of order. We're talking about the order that God set in a relationship format. We're That's not what we're talking about. about. What's the that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Hey, Rodney, honestly, I wasn't. I was waiting for somebody to drop a Bible verse. I just asked the question. I told Ike to listen because I knew it wasn't going to be long before we took it there. But uh, I, I say this, T-Hawk. Submission cannot be understood apart from the biblical definition of authority. I agree. agree. I mean, I, I mean, And everybody agree. agrees. Submission, listen, submission and authority go hand in hand. Didn't you read Webster's def- definition of submission? I did. So you're saying that a person can't can't take that definition and understand what submission means? No, because we know that the Bible trumps. No, no, no. Don't say what we know. You can't speak to nobody but you. I'm not saying that. Can Joe Blow on the street say that and say, ah, I understand. This is something different. You know, there is a standard. (laughs) I mean, there is a standard that whether we agree with the standard or not, it, it doesn't change that it's a standard. It's not so that Joe Blow doesn't know Joe that the Bible knows. trumps Webster. That doesn't mean that the Bible doesn't trump Webster. All right, Rod, can you can you just read it one more time so we can just bring it fresh? Yeah. Webster's, Webster's, Webster's definition: submission means one voluntarily limits what they might do naturally mm-hmm. in their relationship in order to benefit their partner. One voluntary voluntarily limits what they would do naturally in order to benefit their partner. Say it again. Okay. That's it. So if you voluntarily, in other words, submission is to have a mission, a submission. In other words, you come under the mission of somebody else. You mm-hmm. voluntarily limit what you brought to the table because somebody, and what was the last part of that? Uh, what? In, in order to benefit their partner. To benefit their partner. Okay. Yes. Cause it's so, not about you. 
And going nope. back to what you just said, I'm glad you just said that because every Christian, male <laughs> or female, man or woman, has a responsibility. No, that's what I'm saying. Has every Christian has a responsibility to submit to the Lord? Who and mission are you following? Is the question. And the uh, and the I mean, we're, we're we're talking about Christian submission, right? So Who, whose mission am I following? Because if I have my own mission, <laughs> and I'm ahead of this, but Christ is the mission. I as by definition, I have to submit. Right. You just answer your own question. Yeah, I have to submit. Hey, but Ronnie, if, you, if you study godly submission, Ephesians 5.22, if you read the verse before it, it says, submitting yourselves one to another. So men are to right. submit to their wives in fear of the Lord. We don't right. have all the answers, and we're submitting to the Lord. And if the Lord's telling you, shut up and submit to what she's telling you, that's what we need to do. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because you're right. Saying, I don't it's, think it's the men should submission. be able to submit. The husband, you said husband. When I said husbands yeah. shouldn't yeah. submit to the wives, not just men and women, but husbands. The reason oh. I said that is because as a man, I'm a male, but I'm also in submission as God is the husband of this marriage. So as the wife, so to speak, I'm in submission to what? As the bride of the church, what the husband is telling me to do. I'm basically taking orders from a higher relationship. That's how it's supposed to work. Well, shouldn't you take orders from a higher relationship to figure out when to submit and when not to submit? Thank you. Yes. Oh, then husbands should submit to their wives. Right. Thank you, Ike. Thank you. You're talking about male and male and females on earth. Yeah. Yeah. I agree I'm... with you 100%. But Christ <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about you you use your, your relationship with, the, with, with God to know when to submit to your wife and when not to submit to your wife? Don't but my God. point is, there's only one true husband of this entire relationship. There's only yeah. one. Let me, let me, Marcus, let me drop a monkey wrench. I want to drop a monkey wrench right on what you just said. And why should a woman submit to the husband and not vice versa? Huh? Why? Why should the woman submit to the husband and not vice versa? Hmm. I would say it's the nature. Nature. I would say it's, I would say the, the proof is in nature. If Jewish I want to man. plant something in the ground, the ground has to submit and take what I feed it. Now it's up yeah. to me to make sure that it's the right seed that I'm putting in the ground. Yeah, but we're talking about man and woman. Who is exactly. cre- talking man is, and woman? Who is created first? Mm. Good question. Man. You can man. say Adam. Adam was right, created exactly. first. And and how was how was Adam created? Adam was created from the dust of the ground. Right. How was woman created? Ad woman was pulled from the rib of Adam. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. Why was man created? Mm-hmm. For what purpose was man created? We may never find that out until we all eat dessert. <laughs> <laughs> no, First Corinthians says that man is the glory of God, for man is True. the image and the glory of God. Why was woman created? So man wouldn't be lonely. Exactly. Woman was created for man, and God placed woman into the care of man. That's also in First Corinthians. How many years ago was that? <laughs> many, many years ago. <laughs> Why are we even now, there? We're in 2013. Can we yeah. keep it in 2013 for I'm, five minutes? I'm going to bring it up to 2013. Don't you worry. Now, the name Adam simply means man or mankind in Hebrew. How did woman get her name? 
What? Adam named him. Adam named Adam him. Saw her Adam saw her. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Woman. Yeah. He said, <laughs> Woe Man, because this is from, right. what is it, from Flesh of My Flesh or? It was, for, it was from yeah, my bone flesh. of my bones, flesh of my bones, flesh. flesh. She yeah. should be called woman, yes, because she was taken out of man, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So regarding the command in the Garden of Eden not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, who did God give the command to, Adam, Eve, Adam. or both of them? Adam. Adam, right, right, good. So was Eve created when God told Adam about the forbidden tree? I'm going to say created as... Now, she was she was never created. She was formed, I believe. Right, Maybe formed, so. yeah. Was Eve right. formed when God told Adam about Here's what I'm going to say no. You back yourself was... into a corner, Rodney, and you don't even realize it. You're back yourself right no, into Rodney. a corner. Because <laughs> if you read carefully, what Satan said is, what did God say about this tree? He never spoke to Adam. He went to Eve. Eve. And he right. said, what did God say about this tree? I want to see what you know. And he said, Go ahead. we are not to eat of this tree nor touch it lest we die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right there, right. Yep. that tells right. me that Adam told Eve the instruction. How do I know that? Because God never told Adam not to touch the tree. Now, Why is that significant? Because... It, I'm saying, I know. Well, why is that significant? Because God put the tree there. The tree actually was representative of Satan being cast out of heaven. God did not. He took the tree. The rooting of the knowledge of good and evil, Satan was Lucifer before he was good, and then he, I'm going to make myself like God, evil. He had good and evil was thrown out. Let us make man in our image. God created Adam. He pulled Eve from within so that he could see what it was that he already had in him. But he had a tree of knowledge of good and evil. It was their choice. It said it was okay. in the midst, right yep. in the middle. Every, every day they woke up, it was right there. It was their choice to leave it there. Go ahead, T.O. Now, and I'm going to take your analogy that you backed yourself into the corner, and I really wish you would have done that, to 2013. Who made the, this, the executive decision to eat from that tree and give it to her husband? Eve. It was Eve. What's going on in 2013 in our households right now? <laughs> how much different is it? How much different is it? How much, how much, listen, how much authority do we really have in 2013 with these independent women that we married? Mm, that guy just said something bold right there. How much do we have? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we would like to have more, or in our minds we think we have more, but when it comes down to brass tackers, how much do we really have? Who can really say, other than Darren, yes, I'm going to go and take all of the money, your money, my money, kids' money, college fund, everything, and invest in Apple tomorrow. And there's nothing you can do or say about it because I am the president of this family. Who can do that? But you, you forget one key thing. What's the key? Adam and Eve made a decision in total. If you believe that Bible to be true, these two individuals made a decision while they were in perfect standing with God. Because of that decision, they now took on sin. Everything after those two has been dealing with a sin nature. Okay. So, yeah, all right. we all got women that are going to be fighting against us, and they got husbands that are going to be fighting against them, but that's just the nature of the human. That wasn't the nature of Adam and Eve. But Eve, Eve sinned first, which somebody brought up, 
But who did God rebuke first after they ate the fruit? Of course he rebuked Adam because he was the one that that the covenant was made with. And Adam was standing right there when she did this. Oh, man, that's the key part, dog. Standing right there. He gave it to him. Who was with him? He stood by like dumb Donald and watched the whole thing go down. Adam was right there. She made the executive. Listen, she made the executive decision. We're gonna disobey whatever it is that God told you. I ain't worried about that. We're gonna eat from this tree, and you gonna eat it with me. Probably you be eating the fruit, right? Right. But I mean, you're right, Andrew. Is that God considered Adam the head of the family for both of them? Isn't it interesting that Eve being made from his rib? That this Satan, in order to get to the heart of what God created, you went through the rib, the protection. Not a coincidence. That's what's done today. Back to 2013. Let's say it's 2013. Thank you. Yeah. If I want to get to the heart of the family, hmm, let's just jump back 150 years. John Lynch, down in Virginia, said, why are you killing all the slaves? So y'all killing your produce, your produce. Let me show you what you should do. So you take the male and you break him in front of the woman. The woman is the one who is going to produce after the man's gone, but you keep a few around his bucks. Now that you've broken him, you've educated this woman to take on understanding where her place is. So whatever she produces from this point forward, she will instruct and teach on how you want them to be raised. You take the woman and you bring, you go through the woman and you show something different, something counter, you just need to plant that seed. He's going to birth more seeds. If I can change the direction of that seed that's coming out, she'll do the nurturing. Nurturing is natural. But I just need to make sure that you nurture what I want you. Choosy mom, choose what, fellas? Yeah. You know why we know that? And I ain't seen no gift in 20-something years because we had parents, grandmama, big mama and them, TV, choosy moms, choose gift, and everything other slogan. It's not a coincidence. You don't see no scruffy, bearded-looking guy with neat hair selling gifts or food or snacks. They want somebody who has that all-American appeal or that, that appeal that appeals to other women. I want to make it look cool. Uh-huh. But I want to bring it back to 2013. And, you know, what T-Hawk was talking about. And do y'all think that it's safe to say that submission is the only answer to the constant frustration or anger that people have in their relationships today? Submission is the only answer. Oh, okay. No. No? Mm -mm. Oh, no. No, there's many answers. I mean, what, what, I, what, what I'm saying is that for some women, could truly accepting and embracing this one biblical teaching be the ultimate test of their faith in God? Mm-hmm. Black women. <laughs> oh, Andrew. <laughs> wow. But I mean, really, fellas, if a woman truly subjects herself to her husband, wouldn't she start to flourish? I mean, it could could she actually gain the security and contentment the same way her children feel secure and content in her nurturing care? I mean, isn't this what most women want? 
I think we talked about that many moons ago, what women want. But for some women, could truly accepting and embracing submission be the ultimate test of their faith? You know, I think so because so many black men have dropped the ball. Woo! Woo! Hurting them. Hurting them. Wow. I mean, you know, I mean that's the bottom line. I mean, you know, we 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 have dropped the ball and have not given our sisters reason to trust us. Right. And can I help you, brother Andrew, because you were sitting across from me this Sunday where our pastor was talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, one bad Negro in some translations. Um, But what's the connection between what they did and the topic tonight? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what did they do? Do I mean, they gave up what, what, what they wanted for what God wanted. And what's the what's the topic? Submission. Did they submit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who did they submit to? Did they submit to earthly beings, or did they submit to God? They said, "Hey, God, you're gonna rescue us." Exactly. They didn't bow down. They, you they know, did they, not it, submit. They didn't know if. if if God was just going to show up and pull them out, or they were going, you know, be 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 rescued in the afterlife, but they trusted enough in God to know that God wasn't going to let them down. Right, but the key word is that they did not submit to King Nebuchadnezzar. Right, and the bottom line is we've got to have enough faith in God's word as men and women to understand that we have got to submit to each other. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, bro, please. Please, just give me, can I get two seconds? Man? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, bro. I just, we, we look, man, God is no way is going to, when you looking at those scriptures back to back, God is talking in Corinthians when you talk about husbands submit to your, I mean, husbands um, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Then he goes to the wives. Wives submit to your husbands in reference to God. Then he goes to submit to one another as you know, as, as out of reverence for Christ, out of reverence for Christ, out of reverence for Christ. When he's yep. talking, he's talking to three different categories of people, and when you read that third category, you think he's talking to the husbands and the wives. He's not talking to the husbands and the wives. He's talking to the brethren in the church. That's exactly why he had to watch each person's feet. Oh, hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, that's exactly why he still he's washing everybody's feet because Peter was like, "Hold on, you you looking you look higher than us. You're higher than us. Ain't no way you about to wash my feet. You because that's a, that was a job of a slave. That was a that was the last job that anybody want. And when Jesus wrapped that towel around his waist and, and did his foot washing, Peter was like, "No, nah, you ain't finna wash my feet. That was an example of showing I'm no higher than the church than you are. I'm submitting to you." And you're gonna to submit to me, and you're gonna everybody submit. Who's last is the one that's gonna be first. And so he he demonstrated all that to show that the brothers in the church, these is this is how we're supposed to submit to one another, because nobody is greater than the next. 
they was so they was so much alike that Judas had to come and kiss Jesus on the cheek to show the guys, hey, this is the one who who, who is Jesus because they couldn't even recognize him. They was all the same. But, yep. but everybody but had their own job. Now, when you're talking about submit to one another, he's not talking about wives submit to the husbands and husbands submit to the wives. But Darren, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, now you said you said that you know Christians were to submit to one another. That's what the word said. We agree on that, correct? Right. Now is a now now servanthood is what we're supposed to do as as fellow believers, right? Yes. And a servant's role is to make sure that the other person's needs are met, correct? Yes. So how does that tie back to the marriage? It, it ties back to the marriage because the servanthood in the church is is a hierarchy. Well, he tried to strip the hierarchy from it because he said everybody got their own jobs. You got deacons. Well, he said. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about marriage. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about servanthood okay. in marriage. To your wife, serving, serving your wife. Okay. Look at the look at the demonstration that Jesus left. If you look at the term submission and you look at the term love, love is greater than submission, and that's why Jesus died for the church because he showed how much. That's more than submission. He didn't tell her wife. Hold, hold on, Dan. Hold on, hold on. Because you, you talked about you know Jesus and and you talked about the bride, you know, being the church and everything. So what gender is Jesus? Oh, he is okay. If, if huh? the church, if the church is the bride, then he is the groom. Right. So, so he's a man. Right? He's a man, right? He's a man. He's a man. Right. So, and he he was submitting, right? He submitted. No, he okay. loved the church so much that he died for her. Right, which was the ultimate act of submission. You can call right. it that, but that's not, <laughs> what, that's not what the Bible calls it. That's not, listen to what I'm saying. You, that's what I'm saying. The love is greater than, see, people got it twisted. They think that the submission is greater than love, and it's not that. That's why the husband has the greater responsibility than a wife, because his greater responsibility is to love her. But I think and then that's is, where God, is, God, God's ultimate responsibility was to love the world he, he began his only begotten son. That's more than submission. But but Darren, let me help you because I think that it's not just love. It's it's it's, it's what's called agape love. Now, have you, I'm sure you've heard of that term agape right. love, right? Right. So mm-hmm. that means agape love means selfless love of one person for another without sexual implications. So it's love that's spiritual in nature. So mm-hmm. it is agape love is love which is of and from God whose very nature is love himself. But So let me ask you this. Does agape love, what you're talking about, have anything to do with the recipient? There is a, it has no, no, it has nothing to do with the recipient. That's right. It's the responsibility of the husband to give his wife agape love, whatever greater love that is, got to love her to the utmost. The utmost, just like Christ loved the church, the utmost. Oh, oh. You mean like how Christ died and who was it, Matthew twenty something, twenty six? It basically Jesus said, I want this cup to pass from me. He said, If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, right. not as I want it, do it, not as I will, but as thou will be done. So if this Jesus was God and God was 
his father, but it was the same. It almost seemed like he'd have having a moment of, of, of mental imbalance because if Jesus is God and the will be done of the father, then why would he say he didn't want this to be something that he actually wanted to go through with? Unless he was being in submission to God or as 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 he says, Oh my father, he was being in submission to what the greater will was. His human side didn't want to go through with it. But what about but Mark, what about Ephesians five twenty eight? Is anybody familiar with Ephesians five and twenty eight? I'm about to be as fast as Microsoft can get me. <laughs> Y'all should know that. That's the easy ones. We as husbands are to love our wives as what? Our Christ. own body. I love the church. Yes, as as our own body. We as husbands are to love our wives as our own body. He who lo- loves his wife loves himself. So that's in going back to way. the concept of one flesh. You know, going it back says, to in Adam. the same way, uh, husbands ought to love their wives. But what way are they talking about? Aha, I told y'all earlier, you missed it. Because our wives really are an extension of our own body. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a she's a complementary partner. So we're to nourish and cherish her just as we nourish and care for our own body, which hey, is a clear submission. So can I go back to what he just said? Can I just go, go back to something what he said when Jesus was out there crying blood and he was dying? Because he didn't really want to do that. He's like, look, take this cup from me. He cried. He cried so bad. He he was crying blood. Okay, yeah, I'd have cried. I ain't never had blood. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that but this is the level that we have we have to go to as as husbands. We got to go through the level as as husbands that we say, look, I don't want a man. This woman is getting on my nerves so bad. I want to leave this relationship. I don't want her no more. She's getting on my nerve. But if this ain't her, take her from me. But if not not thy will. But not my will, but thy will be done. And that's what level we got to get on when we're talking about loving our wife. And a lot of us ain't on that level. But if we're on that level and loving her that much, guess how much more would she will willingly submit to us? And now people, you're speaking, people ain't on that level yet. Now he's speaking because, and we just, you just talked about how Jesus chose to submit himself, even though he didn't want to, to the whip, the thorns, the persecution, the nails, for your benefit, for my benefit. So regarding submission, Jesus asked the wife to simply show respect and to submit. But he mm-hmm. asked us to die. Now watch right. this, watch this. Paul wrote, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So here's the question. Is what Paul asked the husband to do Actually, harder than what he asked the wife to do. I mean, ask yourself: Are you dying yes, daily yes. to yes? Because are you dying daily to what you want to make sure that your wife gets what she needs? And that's what Ike was talking about earlier: submission. We have to die to self to get what we want. To, to go get that, like you said, somebody said the Apple stock. Say, I want to just buy some Apple stock, and and I'm the because I'm the the president, the head of household, whatever you want to call yourself. I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna go get some Apple stock. But the command to us is to selflessly and sacrificially 
love and care for our wife just as Christ loved the church. Right. So what Paul what Paul is actually asking, which is which he's writing, is actually harder than what all the wife has to do is respect and submit. Versus us, we have to give ourselves up for our wives. We have to die daily for her benefit. As I read in Webster's dictionary definition. I'm going to say it's about the same, right? And here's why. As the wife, yeah, it's your direction as the husband to follow an example. But really, if you lead us into a valley of destruction, you basically taking me to death with you. You may access the call up to 15 minutes before its scheduled start time. Uh Uh-oh. Hello? Go ahead, brother. That's oh, new. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talk Shoe. Please enter the call ID followed by the pound key. Uh, you may right. access the call up to 15 minutes before its scheduled start time. The, the, she, she's not the, Welcome to Talk Shoe. Please oh. enter the call ID followed by the pound key. Bring y'all back. Enter the call ID. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Sorry. He's not submitting, man. Make her submit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, final question, fellas. Sorry about that. I don't know what that was. That's the first. But final question, fellas, before the conclusion. When were more men or people in general submit to household stress? I mean, isn't what we do here worthy of submitting and committing to or not? Yeah. When you're tired of getting a bad crop out of your marriage. <laughs> I mean, household stress, um, I say this with, you know, respect for what you guys do, but household stress is not the be-all, end-all, one-stop salvation for America. It's an answer that's plugged into the source. I believe that. Right. But right. you know, and in general, the let's just say the household stress type, you know, vehicles in in the world that operate like this, you'll when you get tired of coming up with, you know, a bad result because you keep mixing wrong ingredients together, you bake it at three fifty and it comes out tasting terrible. You you get tired of that enough, or you're not getting the results you want, you gonna plug into something that should be plugged into God. I believe if this type of show didn't, if it was the, if it was positioned as this is the answer for America as Rodney and T-Hawk see it, <laughs> it's, no. it's going to last but so long. Think of it like this. Think of my computer, right? You know what daisy chaining is? No, uh, I've heard the term, but daisy chain, daisy chain. The daisy chain would be like if I take my laptop and I take my phone and I charge my phone off of my laptop versus plugging it straight into the wall socket. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So think of it like this: if I'm if I'm connected to as the phone connected to household trust, the laptop, and that's it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna get charged slowly. But eventually, we're going to both die out. Yeah. Yeah. But if the computer is charged into the main line, 
well, I'm going to get fed. Watch this, though. I'm going to get fed, but not as fast and fluidly and completely as if I plug into the same source myself. That's all. That's all. That that's a whole other subject, another time. But that's the whole reason God God sent Jesus to die so that the veil can be split and actually have access to that full source. Before that, it was a high priest that you had to go through the high priest in order to get taken care of. I mean, household stress is, serves kind of like in that fashion. You bring people to God. I don't know him, but it's Jesus and what you're talking about. But I like Rodney T. Hawk and Ike, and, and it's just a fun little gathering of guys. You bringing people sort of like the high priest to a better understanding. But you don't stay with just Jesus. The idea is to move them from you to the direct source. Go plug in, man. Go plug in if need be. Words. Good words. Anybody else? Got any closing comments before the conclusion, before we go to open mic? Go ahead. I'm going to try to answer this question. Um, And the reason why I think that... uh, a lot of people may not plug in more than we want them to plug in. I don't think that it's that the direction that it's gone in recently is user friendly to a lot of folks. And when I asked the question today about submission of how to break it down without using the Bible that may be intimidating to 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 some people, I was told that there's no way that you can possibly effectively do it without doing it that way. And I think that that is a dynamic that we have to we have to get better on in order to reach more people. Well, I mean, I, I disagree, T. Hawk, because if okay. the truth is offensive, because I mean, we're talk we're not disagreeing that it's the truth, right? What we're talking about no, is the no. truth. So, if the truth is offensive, then your problem is not with household stress. The problem is with the truth. Well, is the purpose of the show to speak truth or to help marriages? The purpose of the show was never intended to speak truth. The purpose of the show was to make a safe haven for married men to come talk about their issues that they may have in in, in marriage. It was well, are, we mentioned to find, are, are we really are we really trying to find solutions? Because we can't we can we can uh, the person that comes here and don't know about Bible scriptures uh, and they don't know about God and they and they just having problems. Then we can give them a watered down version or a counterfeit. Uh, way, but they're going to be back with the same problem because the, the the answer or the solution was counterfeit in the first place. So I if you want, I disagree. I don't agree with that. I, I disagree with that. No, what, what I mean, what I mean by that is, if we're telling them do it this way, do it this earthly way, do it, try this, and 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 the biblical, the Bible is not has nothing to do with the answer that we give them. Then it's only going. That's a temporary fix. That's like a band aid. So, you so, try to put a band aid so, on a water faucet. So what you're saying is. When you go out in the field to evangelize, you carry a big Bible with you, and you say, okay, this is what God says, and I need you to listen to me because this is the truth, and this is how I'm going to get this point across to you. And does that work for you? No, you, you, you know how I talk. Does. Okay, listen, you know, how, you know how I talk. So I'll, I'll, I'll be direct to people and let them know if, if the truth is what they want, if a, marriage, if a perfect marriage is what they want, then – and I think I'm going to make this analogy tomorrow night on TV – if if you want to go to if you want to go to Krispy if you want a Krispy Kreme donut you do not go to Dunkin' Donuts and ask them for a Krispy Kreme at best you're going to get a glazed donut but you're gonna you're not going to get that same satisfaction 
That's right. As a Christian queen. You have to go to Christian um, queen. So we're talking about the authenticator of marriage of an institution, and you want a counterfeit answer for it without so, trying to so, go around Christ. Uh, it's, it's not counterfeit. It's not counterfeit. It's articulation. Because the purpose of the show, one of the main purposes of the show is for married men to come and talk about their issues. So if there is someone here going through an issue that someone else needs some help on they can identify with, then they can get some help and get some different perspective. Okay, well, those men we're not hearing. And if they have a problem, if they have a problem, they need to come on the show. Why are we not hearing them? Why are we not hearing them? them? I mean, that's not on them. No, no, listen, listen. Hold on a second. It's not on them. I wasn't create this thing wasn't created for me to say that's on them. It's got to mm-hmm. be for everybody. No, it's if somebody not. gets but on this say, show you and said says, that no, it's not no. for everybody." Hold you on, hold on, that. hold on, hold on. I never you said, said that. that. I never. I, what do you mean? You said that. You said this show is not for everybody. This thing that we do is not for everybody. We no, know that's that. What you said. No, you said that. When just now? <laughs> yeah, you said it a few minutes ago. I said user friendly for everybody. It's not. <laughs> it's not going to be. Okay, it's not impossible. Okay, I understand what y'all are saying. Like, if if I come in and hey, I just got some issue with my woman, and uh, look, I just need that. I don't have nothing to do with none of this church stuff, but you guys seem to have uh, some answer. Let's see what you got. And can you do it without having it tie all back to Jesus and the Bible and all that stuff? You can't talk about you can't just get on and talk about I don't understand understand just getting on and talking about issues with no solution. What is the point? I understand your point, Ryan. Listen, listen. You can't come on this call every week with a solution. It just don't work because you don't have the solution. You can't get in somebody else's house and have a solution. Somebody has a solution every week. Somebody has the solution every week. And I'm going to tell you, if, if, you want, if you want people to, I mean, you can't make people say, if you got a, a person that's coming to the show and they got a problem beating their wife and they drinking and they smoking and his wife is stripping and he, he got all these problems, you, I mean, you can talk to them and say, okay, stop drinking or stop stripping or stop. Right. Wow. That's not the benefit. That's true. They need to do that. Because, right. but, what, but what needs to happen ultimately, if they don't seek Christ or uh, uh, they don't find him or we don't lead them to them, to Christ, right. then they're going to go back to that same thing. So that's How why do I you say do it? How do you? you I, I hear you, and I agree with that. But there, y'all missing the, the, the question is, how do you get that person off the block and start running? You, How you you him where he's at? I've, I've always said that you cannot get that person off the block. The person has to come off the block. Okay, I, okay. so then what are we doing? So I understand. How yeah. do you market what you got? What are we How doing? do you market what you got? Thank you. What are we doing then, Rodney? Y'all should change the title of the show to how God can improve how your yeah, relationship works. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm with Ike. Let's that, do it. Let's just change well, yeah, the title. what this show is. You know what happens yeah. here? And there's no, and, and, and hold on, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing no. at all. But, but you got to call it what it is, just like Darren said. Let's not call it what it's not. If it's the truth, that's what it is. If we're on here to talk about how God's ideal and God, what God in the Bible says about marriage, if that's what we want it to do, then let's call it what it is. And then we'll attract people that want to hear that. Exactly. Then you get, you know, you get you get the right and demographic. You get, and you get what we have mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It, you know, it's interesting. That's the same reason, not all, 
but a good handful of churches in the last 50 years or so have moved away from calling it what it is that they do mm. to try to appease mm. the masses. Mm. So you can look up a name. Speaker friendly. Yeah, I'm gonna look up now. You go to church 1970s where you know everybody was greasy, and you're like, "What church you go to?" Oh, I go to the Holiness Strong Salvation of the Giddy Right Now Apostolic Church of the Living God. Now you go somewhere, you might go to a place and be like, "Where your church at?" Oh, we go to the Church of the Power Community of Words, huh? What's that? Sounds good, but you don't really know what you got. And and granted, granted. Some some places, yes, the I don't name think... does is there, but the word of what's being done is is just as strong as ever. But there's a good amount of places where it's about the numbers. You know, man, these, I think these, what y'all got is a good thing. thing. Yeah, one thing about household stress, thing, man. Hold on, hold on, go ahead, there. No, I was saying one thing about household stress is this is a this is a church for some of us. Okay, this is a church that 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 we don't. These are the things that we don't hear at church because ain't right. nobody bold enough to talk about booty. Ain't nobody bold enough right. to talk about orgies and swinging and all that other stuff. So right. this is this is this needs to be like it is because we're not afraid to say what we are afraid to say in church. Sure. And 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 this is the kind of venue that the guys that you're trying to attract need because they need to have a freedom to talk about certain things and real issues. Right. I mean, I looked at I looked at all the lessons. I looked at all the titles uh, just yesterday, and man, do, do you know these, these titles is just like how y'all advertise the, uh, the 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 show, the fight, a fight at the barbershop? Would <laughs> right. you talk about the sensationalism in the title? Because Rodney needs to hear that. <laughs> You know, you, you look at you look at some of those titles, man. That they are so attractive to just like, man. You got every issue that a Christian man, a heathen man, that's right, an uh, atheist man, that's all right. of us gonna go through it if we all marry. That's yep. right. Right. Yep. That's right. Maybe we have to change the title. Yeah. No. Maybe we should. I'm with Ike. I don't know. I agree. I agree. I don't know why. You agree, Pete? Right. How about Trump yeah? I agree. Sister? Because I mean, I mean, if you change the title, you, you, on, you're admitting on. that it doesn't work. Tonight, no, 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 not really. Tonight was seventy-five, eighty-five anyway. Bible study. Would anybody agree? What? What? Yeah. Wait, say again. Tonight was seventy-five, eighty percent Bible study. Because we're talking and, and again, about because again. we're talking about submission. You cannot. Understood. That's what I'm saying. You can't talk about submission yes, without talking can. about the Bible. Yes, you can. Yes, yes you can. can. Yes, you can. I mean, can. you can, but as Darren said, you're not giving people. You're leaving them. You're leaving no. them. You're leaving them hanging. Because you're giving them the truth. I'd like to explain to you last time. If you would change the title of the show, that drives the content. Church uncensored. Church uncensored. Call it what I want two percent royalty if it changes next week. <laughs> let me let me, yeah. let me let me let me cut this thing off. Um, let me cut. This Ooh, don't thing say off. those Good kind cut. of words, man. It's a mess. Yeah. So don't say those kind yeah, of words. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it going in open mic. But submission means instead of doing what one might do naturally, out of reverence for Christ, they choose to show respect and honor. They use their power to serve their spouse instead. The Bible teaches that our relationship should be characterized by humility, love, and respect. These are the hallmarks of submission. 
God's ideal is for a husband and wife to have harmonious, loving relationships where each partner serves and prefers the other in an interdependent, mutually submissive, loving union. The focus of submission is not who the boss is, but a relationship of mutual trust. Now, I want to play a clip uh, briefly here. It's only a minute and a half. And uh, put you guys on mute for a second. But this is a clip for the conclusion here. into the whole aspect of defining follow. I mean, does she have to go drink alcohol and, and, and dance on tables because he tells her to? Then absolutely not. That's what, and, 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 and doing that, is that disrespectful? Absolutely not. Because, again, again, you have to understand position. We don't love Christ because he was a man and or because he was born as a man. We love him because of the position that he has as Christ. If we love him because he's a man, we'd also love Muhammad. We'd also love Buddha. We'd also love uh, Jim Jones. We'd also love, you know, David Koresh. We'd love all these other men. But we love him because he has a position as high priest, as king, as lord over our lives. We honor the position. Always honor the position. As a matter of fact, Paul goes on to say in Romans that we ought to obey the authorities or honor the authorities that are above us. It's not the individuals. We can't honor individuals because, you know, to be truthfully honest, all of our goodness is nothing but filthy rags in the first place. Because it is the position that's being honored, so many people, if we understood that, so many people wouldn't get their feelings hurt so much. Christ understood who he was. He understood his position. And his feelings didn't get hurt as he walked around doing good, so to speak, uh, making no reputation of himself. Too many of us like to make reputation of ourselves thinking that it's us. We get a title, we get a degree, and it's all about us. We make a little bit of money, get status, it's all about us. And as soon as something happens, we get our feelings hurt. The reason being is because we never did understand our position in the first place. Now, that was actually a clip from a show we did way back on October the 27th, 2009. And I just played it on July the 11th, 2013, and it's still fresh regarding submission and respect. And my final statement is this, fellas. Show me a man who lays down his life for his wife, and I'll show you a wife who has no problem with submission. 